Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideout. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Trying to be FCC compliant. The Hideout. Something enjoyable for children. You guys are so funny and so smart. The Hideout. The the Hideout. Enter the Hideout. And be heard. What's new? How you doing? What's new? How you feeling? Oh, yeah, we're leaving. Uh, That's what's new. Uh, it'll be new uh, a week from now when we won't be here. How's it going, J Dubs? How are you, my friend? I'm feeling decent. I know it's like the uh, the joy is uh, brought down a little bit by your ass. Yeah, we'll, my, my we'll, hemorrhoid. We'll chat about that for the next four hours. Uh, Dubs's ass is fun. Uh huh. It's gonna be a good show. Saying goodbye to Dubs's hemorrhoid. I hope so. Remember, I hope I can leave that in D.C. <laughs> Remember it if you want to. 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. Uh, here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last hideout in D.C. for now, I guess, for the immediate future, for at least at least a good while, yeah. nonetheless. So uh, we are here to hang out. It's not going to be a sappy goodbye show. We're here to have fun. We did that already. Yeah. We've had our taste of the goodbye shows, and... This is goodbye part D. Yeah. Ella, this one's going to be a lot more fun. Upbeat. It's a cheap knockoff of the first uh, goodbye show. It's not even going to be close. In fact, you're rarely even going to know that we're leaving. Yeah. Except you're going to hear the joy in our voices. <laughs> <laughs> you, if you feel like Are you, you really got that happy? a little bounce in our step, a little extra oomph in our voice, it's because we're gone. Um, so here's the situation. I guess, where do we begin? Dubs, do, do we want to... There's a lot to do. A lot of people are going to be coming in, just kind of hanging out. We're going to do kind of a regular show for you on this Sunday. But um, the, the life is changing. I guess it's the, that's part of the radio business where you uh, you get used to one place and now you're going to go yep. get used to a new place. It's odd but fun, this business, you know? I don't. Th- I mean, there's nothing else in the world I'd rather do. No. Well, professional basketball, uh, all professional sports aside, I assume. Yeah. And then there's always sort of the, the mo- rock star movies yeah. and rock star. Okay, so I really don't want to be in radio. Circus clown. Yeah, I'd rather do that too. You know, I was uh, tightrope walker. Well, I was looking at the cook at Fuddruckers, and I was thinking, man, he has it nice. I mean, he's always around burgers. I mean, that's that's the rock star lifestyle right there. Hmm. All the medium rare Fuddruckers burgers you can eat. Now that I think about it, why are we in radio? Because we want people to bring us burgers for free? I don't know. Speaking of that, Wolfie has shown up, one of our uh, hideout pass holders, and he's got food. Nice. That, that's one of the big perks of working here. We've always had the good food hookup. Oh, well, we've always had great listeners. Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, we uh, we had an amazing relationship, still do, uh, with Ron and Fez, and uh, their people came over, and and uh, we just kind of built from that little that foundation. And it's, uh, you know, it's the open door policy. If you want to swing on by, hang out. Uh, Corolla, from what I understand, will be going out, saying goodbye to D.C. in a big, big way. From what I understand, he's got something huge planned. I don't know if it's some sort of an announcement. Or, or maybe he's going to unleash those huge breasts he's got. Or the mother of all... Speaking of breasts, 
uh, Matt Albert and Sid Cata, the comedy dumplings, are here. Yeah, they're already uh, sitting in the green room. They're already sitting in the green room. And, in fact, by the time this break is over, I don't think we'll have any pizza left. So um, RadioHideout.com is actually back up and running. I'm going to put a couple links up here in a little bit. Uh, the website, I guess, had gotten, it was taken down or we had some sort of server issue. Something happened to the website, but it is now back up and running and ready to go. That was the uh, big talk for a while that, you know, we uh, we wouldn't even be on this weekend at the beginning of the week because our website was down, but that was just a server problem. It wasn't that we took it down right. for any reason. Dubs, right now, would you rather talk about your hemorrhoid or would you rather talk about what's going on with the hideout and what it is that we're doing in the process? It's all up to you, my friend. My hemorrhoid is feeling decent right now. I just uh, reapplicated. All right, you know what? All right, we can talk for four hours about where we're going, or at least why we're going let's talk about your hemorrhoid okay now dubs you have had an issue with your ass for at least how long um my first one came about four years ago a little less than four years ago i i was uh, i went on spring break and ended up being sitting sitting in a car for a while and where'd you go uh, i went to panama beach florida okay here it's nice yes it's beautiful okay and when i when i was there uh probably two days into it I just noticed something was really wrong. I thought, you know, maybe I, I don't want to, I, I, maybe I pushed myself too far. Okay. You, you know, like you were straining too much. Yeah. But I, I didn't understand really. I thought maybe I had too many peanuts. Something got cut. I did oh. not know. <laughs> so I figured it out. I went to, uh, the Walmart, picked up some preparation H. Right. And, cleared it up then and didn't have another hemorrhoid come back until about a year and a half two years later got rid of it and my third one came two weeks ago lucky and i finally got rid of that that one that one lasted like three or four days finally got rid of that i remember we even talked about it yeah we even showed corolla on the hideout two weeks ago he drew pictures of it my mother was here Mm -hmm. my mother was going to help you take care of it so now you, I know this was Friday night, I guess. Thir- both Thursday and Friday, I came into the Ron and Fez show. And Friday morning, I woke up and everything was fine. This past Friday, everything was fine. Uh, about two or three rolls around, I'm, th- I'm thinking, oh man, something's wrong. And six o'clock rolls around right before the Ron and Fez show, and it is the biggest hemorrhoid I have ever encountered. Right. I mean, I've always had them, and they've always been fairly small and manageable. This one has been hell. I didn't get out of, off the couch very much yesterday. I, I left for a little bit to go to uh, Kmart and pick up some stuff to take care of it with. I, I pick- noticed I noticed you hang out at all the classy places, Walmart, Kmart. Well, they have everything you need for a hemorrhoid. Is and, that the slogan uh, now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. And I went there, and they didn't have the uh, donut seat to sit on. So I went around trying to find something. I was going to buy a pillow and cut a hole in it. I, I didn't know what I was going to do. I finally found one of these little... Why didn't you pick up some panties and tampons while you were at it? Actually, I'll get into the tampon part oh, a little bit. All right. But uh, I, I found this little kid's inner tube type thing, uh, like probably baby uh, thing for a baby to go into a pool with. And that's what I've been sitting on. <laughs> so I have this red inner tube at home with all these little smiley faces on it, now, which <laughs> totally contradicts the way I feel. Now, the other thing is you when you got it, it was yellow, and it's red now. Yeah. I spoiled it. Oh. And all, now every, all the little faces on it are frowning. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so that's been my weekend all weekend long. Uh, yesterday, I struggled through the night. I, you know, I made it through. I took some uh, Tylenol PMs to fall asleep so I didn't wake up in the middle of the night like I did Friday night. And I fell asleep and I woke up this morning. I bought, uh, also at Kmart, I bought these uh, Preparation H wipes. Like, so, you know, you don't have to use regular toilet paper. They're like baby wipes, but they're medicated as well. Ooh. So, I used one of those this morning to clean up it so I could reapply. That's got to sting. No, not really. It actually feels quite cool and soothing. I What, is this a commercial? If they need endorsements, I'm the guy to call. I can use the check. Uh, I, uh, I use these medicated wipes and went through once with it, looked at the wipe, and it was completely red. Ah, uh, right. so my uh, my little guy burst open last night. Oh, <laughs> like as Ron called it, your conjoined twin. Yeah. Oh, so what do you? I mean, I imagine it being like a shotgun wound. It, it really only hurts now when I stand up, move around. You know, uh, okay, well, right, when you are functional. Yeah. If I'm if I'm sitting still like I am right now, I'm fine. I don't feel anything. But say I try to stand up right now, and please uh, pay attention to how I have to stand up. I have to I have to do this like I'm an old woman. You know those old fat women who have to kind of roll out of the car? That's me. I have to put one hand on one side, kind of roll over to a cheek, and stand up really slowly. And that's how I have to get up. If I try to get up without helping myself with my arms, it doesn't happen. I'll fall right back down. I, I know what can help you. What? Uh, you versus Matt Albert in a race. <laughs> I still think I can beat the, the fat bastard. I still think I can. I don't think so. I don't think you can. And I called a uh, nurse yesterday, and she said actually working out is good for it. All right. I say this. Working out, uh, drinking. I have to drink at least 110 ounces of water every day, which is a lot of water. I've been drinking a lot more water lately anyway, and I guess the reason these things came on me is be- <laughs> is because I uh, I haven't I was dehydrated, which is odd because I don't drink any Pepsi anymore. You'd think I'd be getting them a lot more when I was just drinking Pepsi. Right, let me say this. Are you still on the hydroxy cut? Uh, not in the last few days since I've gotten it. I was going to say, ever since I have been on the hydroxy cut, I've noticed as well that... When you do the natural human function of um, yeah. discarding waste, it's it's a little tougher. Yeah, there's a lot more going. You got there's a lot more maintenance. Yeah, because of the hydroxy cup, but because of the fact that we're so dehydrated uh, and we're so svelte now. Yes, Tommy Bateman, producer. See, I always told you that uh, soda was health food. That's you, true. You never believed me. I told you. You made me quit drinking soda. I didn't make you. You made me. I said cut down. I'd- Quit it completely. That's just crazy. He may <laughs> drinking too much water is what's going to kill you. Ah, you know I've heard of people killing themselves by drinking too much water. I remember as a kid, in fact, my mom would always say, "You got to drink water. You got to drink water." And then on some wacky morning show in Dallas, I hear this guy who would just drink all this water, and he just he ended up drowning himself from yeah. drinking water. You can overhydrate yourself. After a good workout, I like a nice cold cherry coke. Nothing else rehydrates me and makes me feel better. Followed by a corona. Matt Albert, get over here. Matt Albert, six foot three, five hundred pound, black virgin. It'll be the last time that we ever see you, hopefully. And F you. <laughs> We're gonna miss you, my friend. Yeah. 
How would you like to go out in style by racing J-dubs around the block? I see dubs as a lame gazelle, and it's time for the big cat to pounce. I think I can beat him. I think I can beat him. My big cat. Andres Galarraga right here. That's what I am. I bet. I honestly think you weigh more than a leopard. <laughs> That's or easy. Liger. Or Liger. Yeah. Or a tie-in. Possibly. Possibly. Dubs, you don't want to run, do you? I really don't want to run. Cause you're, now, here's the thing about Dubs, too. You have this amazingly high threshold for pain. Yes, I do. I mean, you... people Especially live, back there. Yes. <laughs> He's I trained mean. himself. <laughs> you, you'd think that there's no room for error back there. <laughs> <laughs> you'd think it'd be used to all the action. So, I say this. Don't. Just don't. <laughs> um, I say this, Dubs. To solve this, so you don't have to run. Oh, but here's the thing about the high threshold for pain. Friday night, you're walking, you're limping. Yeah, literally oh. limping. But is this, it was as if maybe you were holding a uh, a tennis ball between the pillows. <laughs> Definitely. And uh, I walked away from a lot of people to uh, get through the day. Like during the when I was really in pain, I would go to the back to smoke instead of out front where. I uh, saw this. I was actually using one of the uh, regular chairs as a walker. Put <laughs> a couple steps. <laughs> you know, just kind of old ladyish. I say you race Matt, but if you don't want to race Matt, let's do this. Hmm? Squat thrusts. No yeah. squat thrusts. Seriously, the squat... Nur the nurse said you got to exercise. She said I have to exercise, but no lifting or anything like that. Nothing that will push my backside. I can run and everything like that, but I can't lift. I can't do squats or anything like that. Uh, well, it's a hideout, 106.7 WJFK, IML Hefe. That is Grandpa Dubs. <laughs> I'm pregnant. No, it sounds like you had an abortion this weekend. <laughs> I think that would feel a little bit better. At least I'd have a lot off my mind. A lot less blood. God. All right, well, let's do this. How about get Corolla in here, Matt? I appreciate you. You can stay. You don't have to go. Everybody. By the way, okay. that's my stepbrother, AJ. Oh. That's a, he's a big fan of yours. <laughs> he really is. He loves Matt Albert. He loves the comedy dumplings. He's, he looks like a good one. Yeah, yeah, he's a good one. How you doing, Corolla? How are you, my friend? I'm not doing so well, actually. Man. Why not? What's wrong? I had to go over to a friend's house and uh, take their dogs out to walk and stuff. And I was hungry, and I saw they had some sushi in the refrigerator. <laughs> and it said it expired three days ago, but I figured it'd be all right. I'm really sushi not... is one thing you do not want to let go over the date. Yeah, but I don't feel real well. So it, just... Sushi's not cooked. I was hungry, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. If that if you're just gonna be eating random things, why don't you wait till the show? Why don't you get over here? I guess I got something that looks like sushi. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Or an A roll. <laughs> How about this? You really don't look so well. Yeah. How about you do some squat thrusts? What's a squat thrust? <laughs> God, do you know anything? About is there, physical education? Is there anything athletic about you? I can do push ups. No, you, no, you can't. can't. We've done that bit already, and that didn't go so well. Dubs, would you be willing to take spankings? No. That, I. I'm not willing to get hit on it. I'm not willing to do anything to prolong my uh, my twin brother down here. I want him gone. You and your just as much as you want your brother gone. 
Yeah, that is true. My stepbro AJ's here. We'll talk to him in a second. All right, how about we do this? Can you want somebody to look at it? I think Corolla looked at it last time. I I would like him to look at it just to compare oh. what it looked like last time to this time. Dude, that sushi ain't gonna stay down if I get to look at it again. <laughs> come on over here. Oh, I, on. Can he touch it? Ew. No. Please. I I don't want. That's gay. No, it's not. <laughs> How about just poke at it? Yeah, I, no, no, no poking pen. at it. Just one poke. You one can poke. touch it. No poke. Yeah. <laughs> can I use can, can I use a pen? No. No finger. Ew. All right. I, no, I can't even say that, Bateman. Why would you even point to that? <laughs> point to his crotch. Uh, all right, let's do this. Bring up the lights back there. You want to take a break first? Yeah, let me uh, make sure everything's going all right down there. How, he doesn't have to wash his hands, does he? Yes. Why? He just because... ate sushi. It should be fine. Three-day, week-old sushi. By the way... Uh, Washington, D.C., I know you're going to miss this show. Yeah. You're losing out on a lot. <laughs> the Why? New, the new place is going to love it. What new place? Getting in the studio? Yes. Wow. It's, and it's nice. It is immaculate. Infinity's really come through this time. Mm. Sure have. Oh, wait. Mm. Let's take a break. Final hideout, uh, at least for 2005. I want to say that. And uh, make sure you guys listen for the new imaging coming back. You'll appreciate it and love it. All right. Let's take a break. By the way, RadioHideout.com is back up. I'll put up a couple links during the commercial break. And also, too, um, we'll come back. We'll chat a little bit more. We'll bring in all of our buddies. We'll look at Dubs' and Royd. And uh, just more with you in the Hideout. 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout with I realize we've taken up a lot of your time here today, but we spent a lot of our hard-earned energy in this place. Hard-earned energy. Trying to make some magic happen so that you guys could add to your roster and add to your reputation, and you as a creative person should know better. You know what we did in there. And he's standing there, he hasn't even heard our material. Will you please just play it for him just one time, and he'll see what the f*** we're talking about. And thanks for backing yourself back. Backing yourself back in your soul. Why why so angry, Bateman? We're leaving Bump, on good terms. Bumpers on by Bateman tonight. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Did you produce all this going away imaging? Yeah. You're welcome. Thank me. <laughs> I'm so angry. I, we're leaving on positive terms. You realize that, right? Yeah, and? That's so angry. It really, it's that was like an F you. Huh? Yes. Okay, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, it's not. What are you talking about? <laughs> Welcome back into the hideout. Infinity, we love F you, meaning Stop. friendly, you. Yes, friendly. Miss you. Everything, we're, we're, it's, everything's going out well. I know you were, you're just angry and you need what? people to hate. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I hate your stepbrother, by the way. And I know. I introduced you, and he goes, he tried to shake my hand, and I, I don't want him touching me. You, you, don't, like, you don't want to shake uh, Butthead from Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> he looks like Butthead, doesn't he? He does. He Didn't exactly, I tell you? Yeah, he looks exactly like Butthead. He keeps looking at me. Because you're he talking. Look, look. You're talking. That's why. Ooh, I think he's coming on to me. Possibly. Ew. Practically a male model. Go away. Oh, that bit's, that, that bit's back? Starting over. <laughs> you gonna do that one there? All right, welcome into the hideout. 106 Boys 7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs. It is our final show in D.C. for now.
because I'll be perfectly honest, Bateman, that's why we don't need all the angry imaging. Who knows if we will ever come, you know. We're coming up later. All right, great. And we'd love to come back. It's definitely. The doors have been left wide open on both ends. <laughs> At least on you, buddy. Mine's closed up from a hemorrhoid. Yeah, obviously. It, apparently it is. So here's the situation. Go to RadioHideout.com. Uh, I just put a link up to for the uh, the MySpace group uh, that's dedicated on MySpace to the hideout. Because we'd like all our D.C. friends to become friends with the uh, the people in the new place. Which, by the way, we'll talk more about why we... Frederick. Yes. We're moving to Frederick. Moving to market uh, 259. I thought it was Las Vegas. Sacramento. That's what my plane ticket says. Well, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> what? You should be okay there. That's what Corolla told me. No, yeah, Corolla. Corolla's going to Vegas too. Mm. I wish. On uh, the links on leagues page number five uh, is uh, the, the MySpace group. So uh, hit it up there. The moderator, J Dubs, Paulie Loosebouse, you know, the boy who calls you at home. Now, are you going to change your phone number when we move, or yes. will you be getting calls from uh, the new play in the new place from Paulie? I'm going to change it. I can't guarantee that he won't get a hold of it again, though, because he's got some kind of crazy uh, FBI skills to crack into my phone somehow. And Polly Loosebaus is just, you know, he's an ultimate listener and somehow got a hold of J-Dubs' phone number and calls him at home occasionally, usually drunk More than dialing. occasionally. Usually drunk dialing. And he's drunk a lot then. And by the way, Polly, I'll get you that number. Don't worry about it. Uh, area code, blah, blah, blah. So here's the situation. Dubs has a hemorrhoid that is just nasty. I mean, literally the worst. Yeah, and thanks to Polly, by the way, for making the Alex Kong picture. That was really nice of him. I appreciate that. Oh, Corolla, why are you smiling? Because you're about to look at uh, at Dubs's hemorrhoid. He Not- looked at my last one, the one I had uh, probably what two weeks ago. Actually, there was two. <laughs> yeah, there was there. Yeah, there were uh, dueling banjos on that one. But this one, actually, there they merged. There are two bumps on this one, but I think it all comes together as one. Like Exxon and Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hostile takeover of your ass. Hold on, before we uh, take a look at the roid, Polly Loosebowls, you're in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Don't, don't, don't change your number, please. They are ready to have contact with you. Please, please I'm going to change it. Don't, don't get rid of me like your hemorrhoid. I want to love you like your hemorrhoid loves you. Uh, would, you like, would you like to come up and maybe look at the roid? Yes, uh, I would love to get some rubbing yeah, gel. Yeah, these on. calls from Polly Loosebowls are worse than my hemorrhoid. They they bring me more pain. I like them. I like your hemorrhoid because it brings you pain, too. It kills. All right, take a look now, at it, Carol, I'm going to warn you right now. Um, since this morning, it has been... It, it's smaller than it was yesterday, which is good for you. Why couldn't you have kept it the normal size? Because right now, it's draining. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to see some drainage. Ew, man. All right, first, before we do that, J-Dub's hemorrhoid, you're in the hideout. Hey, this is J-Dub's hemorrhoid. Tell him to quit letting Sadie Lou play with me or else I'm going to be really pissed off. All right. Why did it have a Spanish accent? That I don't understand. That's what they like to do. What? Don't look at that. Because it looks like a bean. (laughs) (laughs) Why? What? Wow. (laughs) All right. So Dub's has dropped the drawer. And and now you're going to have Corolla take a look. Ah! What does it look like? Oh, huh? 
I guess there's like white. There. Okay, uh, that, that's just from the preparation age. But it, it's not like fully white looking. <laughs> You know, I don't want to get too descriptive with it, man, but I, I don't think that's just preparation age. No, no, I told you. It's, uh, it's draining right now. Yeah. Wow. All right, there's some hot sauce. No. That'll burn it right off. Applicate. Do you like to applicate? Come on. Don't be that way. Ew, it stinks, too. <laughs> you dumped it, pulled out his shorts. I, I, I doubt I stink that bad right now because I've been in the bath. Probably like uh, 12 of the last 24 hours. You soak it? Yeah. Because I, I this is the only way it feels good is if I'm sitting in there just soaking. Huh. <laughs> Pat Goss, you're in the hideout. J-Dub, Hefe and the crew. I'd like to give J-Dub some advice on his problem. Bring her into that. Right, what do I need to do about my hemorrhoid, Pat? Use some PG-44 right. <laughs> I told you I already knew the punchline. We all knew where I was going. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Why well, I have good hemorrhoids. I have a Cadillac of hemorrhoids. And when I have a hemorrhoid, I just use some BG44K. All right. Now, uh, can you need a power steering flush. Can Corolla? <laughs> <Carolla. laughs> you do need to be flushed out. Can Corolla poke it? Not poke it, but I will allow him to touch. Go picking for berries, Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Corolla, you're lucky, man. How am I lucky? Look at everybody in here, and he chose you. Or do you want Sid Kata to do it, who is here, the other comedy dumpling? Would you rather Sid Kata? Well, he already checked Sid Kata for hemorrhoids oh, up close. I remember that. Oh, God. We did that on this show, didn't we? What other show would do it? <laughs> nah, that's true. All that right. was bad, man. That kid's got hygiene issues. I right, talking to a mic. So, now, people want to know. People want to know if somehow we can get the camera for a picture for the website. No. Do you think you could identify your own hemorrhoid? Yes. I looked at it in the mirror. Oh, that's, <laughs> and that's an odd view, too. Like, you know, looking underneath your legs, kind of upside down at it. Did you get it like a handheld? No. No. The uh, I w- All right. What I had to do, I had to kind of put one foot up on the tub. No, I want you to show me here. <laughs> show me here in the studio what you did. All right. I had to put one foot up like this on the tub. Yeah, I'm still behind you. <laughs> Shut it. And I had to bend over and put my head between my legs while my... What? No. I don't know. I'm a little uncomfortable now at this whole conversation. All right, so Corolla, you get to uh, you get to push the buttons. Touch it, not push. <laughs> Gentle. Lucky. It's, it's Lucky? really close to something else, though. I'm not sure if I want to. It is something else. <laughs> I'm sure you it's want It's part to. of something else. Uh, all right, go ahead, Corolla. Get your fascination. Live your dream. Now, <laughs> I got a whole studio here to watch this. They do. <clears throat> now, are you are you talking? No. All right, I, people, hold on a second. Somebody came up with an idea. God, I don't even know if we could say this. All right, let's say he uses something else, all right, to uh, to poke. What Maybe. something else? Something that's attached to his body? Like a pizza crust. No. <laughs> and eats? Possibly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? You can't say that? No. Why? I didn't need you to bring it up. <sighs> I like that. I like that idea. Maybe we won't even talk about it. In fact... The only person who knows what's going to happen is Raider Nation because he's been on hold. 
and that's what you do. Yeah. All right, there's the pizza crust. I'm trying on a low carb thing, man. I can't eat this pizza. Now let me get let me get the. <laughs> God damn it! I've Be- seen that thing. It looks more like blue cheese. Behave. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Hold on a second. Raider Nation. Oh, man, this is great. <laughs> What's up, man? Um, Two things. One, for, and two, is the myth true that uh, the Kyle and Al show is replacing you? All right, is the myth, first of all, we'll answer the second question first. Is the myth true that the Kyle and Al show will be re- replacing the hideout? No. Because the studio is not big enough for Al, I mean, for Kyle to get on the other side of the room. And secondly, uh, half of the uh, Kyle and Al show will be leaving as well. Good. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, GME Radio, WGMERadio.com. But, um, all right, Raider Nation, I do like the idea of snorting preparation age. That can't hurt you. I mean, you drank Listerine. What would you rather do, this pizza crust thing that has come up or snort Preparation H from Dubs? From Dubs? Yes. God, I don't want it in my nose because then you get the two effects. You get smell and then that goes in your mouth. Stop. Behave. I'm explaining the process. I don't think he should go. He doesn't uh, No radio rules still six months later. Yeah, I don't think you're going with us where we're going. What's wrong with that? Matt, congratulations. You've been bumped up to the A-team. Yay. I want to snort the hemorrhoid right. cream. You better get a bigger U-Haul then if you're going to bring him with you. <laughs> Why would you say that? You're like taking Mighty Joe Young with us. All right. Well, come on. Because he's black? He's no, because he's big. God, did you just call him an ape? That's what it sounded like. <laughs> You'd... In All a, right. In a roundabout way, I was very, very careful about it. No, you weren't. And to me, mm. it was obvious. In a roundabout racist way. That's, yes. It's all good. Um, hold on. Let's talk to Brody. Brody, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, I was just wondering if Dubs' girlfriend is pretty nice. Because my girlfriend's pretty nice. And I talked to her to put on this skimpy latex nurse outfit and putting some pre- preparation H on uh, my twin that I had for a little while. And from now on, we refer to it as your twin. Okay. And why, And so she did that and it helped out? Yeah, she totally did. Surgical gloves and everything. It was great. That's hot, man. Yeah. Did she end up... Uh, well, all right. I'd ask you, if we were a night show, what, 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 how it went from there. So. Oh, definitely a happy ending. All right. Definitely. Thank you. Well, good. I'm glad the story ended well. It was delicious. <laughs> Thank you, Brody. Now, look at this. The other comedy dumpling is here. Sid Kata, how are you, my friend? Doing great. Good to see you. Sad. It's the last show. I know. What are you, what are you crying? <laughs> yes. Stop, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> um, what did you like to offer? You'd like to offer your services? Since no one else is willing to snort it, I'll snort the Preparation H while receiving bare-ass spankings. <laughs> what? What is From wrong with you? What is wrong with you? you? I know what this is. This is now, you are feeling like Corolla because he is getting to come along to where we're going. You are trying to show him up somehow. Like you deserve to go. Like you're the best stunt boy in the history of the hideout. And I think that you just turned yourself a stunt with that idea. What do you think, Dubs? I don't know. 
You don't know? I'm re- I'm running real low on the preparation age. <laughs> I don't know if I have enough to spare to snort. Because you got to get through the next three hours too, right? And the next uh, and the night. Mm. It's not like we can't send them out for more. Mm. True. Uh, you know what we can do? Let's take a break. We're to take a break. We'll discuss this a little bit more. And we'll come back with the final stunt of what will be happening at the end of the show. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, and we won't do it till the end of the show. Because I want you to, because you're going through a whole process now anyway, yeah. it appears. Yeah. I'd like for you, you need to sit down probably, don't you? Yes, Corolla. I'm sitting over here and he's sweating. Like, I mean, just like profusely. Like, his nose is all sweating and his face is all hot. I, I did notice, Dubs, that you kind of clammed up a little bit. Was it hurting you standing like this much? No, no, it was just a little odd standing here, drop drawer for 20 minutes and not knowing what was going to happen with my ass. You know, it's kind of unnerving. <laughs> just like wrestling practice. Yeah, or like a Saturday night in Falls Church, whatever. Yeah, but I always know what's going to come out on the other end, you know? Oh, all right, you know, I've had a, oh, let's take a break. We'll come back. More of the hideout. Let's actually talk about what's been going on with us and the show and maybe a little bit of more about, you know, our situation. Okay. And enough of your broid, which has somehow take the, taken up an hour of the goodbye show. It's taken over my life and God be it, it'll take over the show. And I also did something that I've never done before. I yelled at people in public. Nice. Who were being asses. At Ben and Jerry's. Uh, surprisingly, I was getting ice cream. So <laughs> I'll tell you that story too. Plus, we have other friends who are stopping by. And I got to talk about last night I had my gig in Fado for the, uh, for the, uh, for Ron Fez Apprentice. And I'll just tease the story like this uh, two words. Uh, okay, maybe just one word vomit. So more on that coming up as we say, as the hideout says goodbye to Washington, D.C. again. It's uh, the Hideout, Hefe Dubs, RadioHideout.com for all links, news, and updates. 106.7 WJFK. Alright, so um that is Slipknot Duality went to the show at George Mason University on I believe it was Wednesday night. Is that the first time you've ever seen Slipknot? I saw Slipknot once before at Ozfest. Then you've never seen Slipknot before now. That's exactly what I I came to that realization. There's actually a uh, I wrote on it uh, on MySpace little blog. But talking about when I went to go see my um, Slipknot the first go round, I saw him outside, and I have this thing about when I go to see a band, I don't care who opens. I I mean. I just don't. So I was there to so see Manson. If and you go to a festival with a lot of good bands, you're all, if there's uh, one band in particular you're waiting for, even if the band before it's good, ex- you don't give a damn. Exactly, because Manson was uh, on this Ozfest tour, yeah. I think, and yeah. it was Slipknot, like Linkin Park. I remember that because I had much better seats than you. Ass. I was in the 10th row. 
I know. I was like in the 30-something. 30 30-something. 30 but I fell asleep there in Slipknot the first go-around. And then this last Wednesday, I went to go see the Slipknot show. And seeing them in their element indoors, they had the lights, the moving platforms, the whole bit. It's a great show. It really is just a great show to go see. And I say this, you do a great show, and then you put some mysteriousness behind it. Yeah. You know, with the masks and all that bit. I think it really works. I think it helps them as opposed to, like, the average band. Because, like, Lamb of God is supposed to be good, and they were opening up. But they're just up there with long hair playing guitars. You know, with a hard rock like this... If you're more gimmicky, it works to your advantage a lot more. You know, if you have a gimmick to you, you can keep people interested and uh, get people into the music more. Yeah, because really heavy metal is kind of tough to listen to at first, you know? No doubt about it. And if you have a gimmick behind it, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, completely. So big ups to Slipknot, and I'm, uh, I'm truly becoming a fan. I have the last CD. And then I have Iowa. But you don't have the first CD. I don't have the first one. The first one is definitely the best CD. I'll let you borrow it. All right, cool. Or I'll burn you a copy or something. Yeah, definitely. I may just go buy it. I think I'd like to have the whole collection. Actually, one thing that I do have, I have uh, their uh, CD before they even were signed. The crappy thing about it is I bought it from some chop shop. And they didn't have, uh, it doesn't work in most CD players. It only worked in the CD player at Q106. At our it, old station? Yeah. It would never work. It doesn't work in my car. It doesn't It doesn't work here at all. I've uh, I tried it, and I, I got to see if I can uh, rip it off of, uh, like, uh, my computer or something and burn it to a different CD. Because that one is even better than their first CD. And it has, like, a couple of the same songs, but uh, they were well recorded at a different time. And yep. uh, some... Some more uh, hip hop one type ones too. Oh wow! You know yeah. the funny thing about the uh, about the show too is I go to a show like that, and you kind of realize how much people want to they want to be led. Yeah. I mean, going to a Slipknot show or a Marilyn Manson show or maybe any basic rock show, and you see all these people who think that they're different with the piercings. With mm-hmm. the tattoos, with the dark clothes, you know. How many of them were wearing the masks? There, there were a few. Yeah. My, my stepbrother AJ went with me. He's up from Oklahoma, and we saw a lot of that, didn't we? A, a lot of the people with the masks and like the jumpsuit outfits. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of the jumpsuit outfits whenever I went and saw them too. And so those are expensive. They sell them at the show. Do they really? I think they're like 150 bucks when I saw them. And it's just so funny because all these people are supposed to be against this establishment. Yeah, they they don't they want to be different, but they want to be the same as those people. It's just like aside. it's like any of these emo kids or any of these people who are getting their piercings and their tattoos and dyeing their hair, and then they all get together. And they just look like, you know, like a sorority, except, you know, angry. Well, they get mad at things like the government and, uh, like, uh, schools make people wear uniforms. But that's essentially what they're doing is wearing a uniform. You know, they're, you know, they're, they're throwing up a flag of who they are before anybody even gets to know them. So it's actually the exact opposite of what they're trying to do. No, it, it completely, like, you seen that movie S- SLC Punk? SLC Punk. Yeah, that's is, a great movie. Is perfect because Matthew, uh, what is it, Lillard or yeah. Willard or whatever, Lillard. whatever his name is, he's going through this thing and he's this punk guy and he's an anarchist and, he, you know, he hates the world and there's nothing more in the world that he hates more than posers. And he, he doesn't want to be a poser and he hates, he hates posers. 
And not to ruin the movie for you, but I will if you want to change the station now. I mean, it's an old movie. Go ahead. <laughs> He, he comes to this realization, as I think most of these people do. It's all BS. You were a poser. Yeah. Because you end up growing out of that. The only way you stop posing, or the only way you can avoid being a poser, is if you die in that lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So let's say you are a punk rocker, or an anarchist, or an emo kid. You were eventually going to grow out of that phase. Yeah. And you were posing. Unless you end up slitting your wrists and dying as an emo kid. Or something like that. And I just always thought that that was, uh, that was very interesting. Um, and very good move. But anyway, uh, Slipknot, kudos to them. A lot of fun. Roy Ray, you're in the hideout on JFK. Caught me, God damn it. God damn it. Dubs, can they hear me? Dubs. <laughs> yes, yes. Dubs, I think this is uh, your Roy. Dubs. How's it going? Kill them all. <laughs> Kill them all. Pop me all over Corolla. All right. I will do your bidding. I will do your bidding. Did you say pop me over Corolla? Yes. <laughs> like, no, no, he didn't. The comedy dumplings are here. Matt Albert and Cicada Capone. A lot of friends have stopped by. This is the last hideout for now in Washington, D.C. All right, let's talk a little bit about our, our situation, J-Dubs. Okay. It was exactly two years ago yesterday, mm -hmm. and the reason I know this, the hideout itself, the show, the concept, was conceived on march 19th and the reason i remember this date is because it was the same day that we went to a war with iraq yeah we uh we did our live to tape that night right where we uh taped the show in hopes of getting a uh saturday night shift here on wjfk mm -hmm. and uh, we didn't know if we were going to actually be able to even tape it because the studios might be used up because the war started, they might need to go to, you know, some kind of uh, news footage. Like CNN or, you know, or something or other. So that's when the hideout was conceived. It started as a Saturday night overnight show. It did very well, so we ended up moving to weeknights, uh, five nights a week. And then the flip happened from WHFS to El Sol in the market. And so uh, Loveline and the Junkies came over, making less room during the weekday shift. Uh, shifts, bumping us to where we are now, yes. Sunday afternoons. So in this whole process, in the two months, um, wow, how much do you want to talk about? You want to just kind of put it all out there? Yeah, why not? We were um, we were told by management here, um, you know, we definitely we like to keep the show on Sundays. As everyone knows, this is going to be a big year because... You know, here at WJFK, there are a lot of moving parts. Yeah, they, everything, you know, Stern's leaving, all these things are going on, and you know, you never know what's going to pop back up. You know, there's just, there's going to be a lot happening, you know, especially with Stern making the jump to Sirius. So, because of that, it was like, you know, we want to keep you guys on board, and you, you just, you never know what's going to end up happening. Yeah, keep on, you know, getting better, as they said to us. Yeah, getting better. You know, a chance to, uh, hone your craft. On Sundays. Once a week. So, okay. You it's know, easy to do that. It's easy to get into a groove. I thought we were going to keep this positive. It, it is positive. So, the actual day, the Friday, and we won't name where, but the actual day that the uh, that it was the last hideout, the Friday night, mm -hmm. we got uh, contacted by uh, two stations. We're not going to say where or who. And we went through some processes and decided that neither one of those places fit us. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, legitimate. There was a lot of stuff going on, but we didn't feel that it was right for us. Yeah, the there was, uh, you know, either it wasn't the uh, the right situation for us right away. We felt that this place was better for us in the long run. Mm-hmm. So we passed up those opportunities. So we passed up those opportunities. So then what ends up happening is we um we get another call or contact or yeah. something or other and with that we uh we end up really hitting it off with this place yes and you know there's a whole process to radio i mean it's like any job um i would say even a longer process than radio radio there's a lot of um getting to know each other before it's even a possibility of you going to another place. Because what happens is you send one place tapes, okay? And so yeah. they listen to the first your first demo tape, and they decide whether they like they like it or not. And when you send them a demo tape, uh, they usually know right away, even if they're remotely interested in you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a it's like a girl. She always says that I know if I'll ever do a guy five minutes into talking to him. I think that's usually what it is. It's like five minutes, Matt. I know that you have a lot of uh, a lot of experience in this. Yeah. It's one minute for them. Usually it's negative. Just to <laughs> slam that door. Usually it's a five-second roll with Matt. Normally with girls, it's five minutes. So, And that's what they even tell you when you send out demo tapes. You listen, you know, the first five minutes. It's got to be no longer than five minutes. Yeah, it can't be any longer than five minutes, especially if you're sending a uh, music demo tape. I remember my first one I sent out was like, I think seven minutes long, and I had to cut it down to three and a half right. because people told me, "Hey, no one's going to hire you with a seven-minute tape." So what ends up happening? They get that first one, they decide whether they like that or not, and then a lot of times, so many times in the radio business, you never hear anything. Yeah, and just you know, nothing. After not the first even, day. not even a letter saying, "Hey, you know, we got your tape." Yeah, just, just nothing. So you're always left there hanging, wondering. Did they, even, did they even get it? You know, did I send it to the wrong place? Did, you know, so. And so what ends up happening is then they ask you for more stuff and more stuff and more stuff and more stuff. And, and this is before you even actually get to talk to them. Right. You know, they're just uh, corresponding either through mail or uh, email. And so finally, it with this new place, which we cannot announce yet, and I'll tell you why in a moment, but the new place decides you guys, you're you're the ones we really like. Yeah. So on Monday, Dubs and I flew to this new place. Mm-hmm. They flew us out there um, to Sacramento. And we'll just say Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, for Corolla Vegas. And we fly out. I'm not kidding you guys. They were treating us um, like, <laughs> no. No hints. None of that. None of that, ass. <laughs> but they flew us out. And, you know, and so they say, we'll have someone pick you up. Yeah. And, and uh, we, me and Hefe were even talking about this when we got on the plane. He's like, uh, do you think someone from the station is going to pick us up? I said, I bet we get like a town car or something taking us up. And over. I was like, no way, because I'm so used to WJFK. Yeah. And the cheap bastards, and I can say this because everybody knows it, the cheap bastards that they well, are. I mean, when we were uh, when we were interviewing for the uh, Ron and Fez um producer who uh eventually got was giant brian giant brian had to drive out here both times and um he also also i had to pick up a couple other people from the airport and i had to pick them up and uh they they paid for the people's flights 
but they had to like you know get the check send it back to them so they had to front their own money at first for the plane tickets and everything so we really were not used to being treated like this yeah, on an interview do the new places have new copy machines i don't think so <laughs> and apparently they have them here Apparently that's all the rage here at WJFK. New copy machines, three well, of them. They're they're color printers and they uh, they print, they uh, they fax, they they do everything. Do they get ratings? <laughs> no. Hmm. That's why they're worried about them. Mm, that's on. Oh, we okay. need paper products on radio. Stop. What? Uh, you're supposed to be happy. I'm just saying. I'm telling the you. Good move. No way. Is this mic even working? This Get time? out of here. <laughs> Jesus, Bateman. We're going out positively. So anyway, they fly us to this new place out west. And we're out there. Canada's beautiful this time of year. It really is. Toronto. Leaves change. It's wonderful. It was just a long, it was a long flight to Australia. But we land, okay? First of all, they front the money. I mean, they, they yeah. get the flights. They secure everything. We land. And so I'm thinking someone in a station vehicle is going to pick us up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to sit on the remote equipment or something or like a, uh, a box for with all the T-shirts in it or something. And so we see we have a driver. And I'm like, wow, Dubs. Okay, so they got us a sedan. No. Stretch limo. They pick us up from the airport in London. And when I say a stretch limo, <laughs> it is the nicest limo I've ever been in. I've been in a few, but not like a whole lot. But this one... I mean, was just top of the line. It's a stretch limo. And so Dubs and I, we were just grinning. Biggest, biggest ass-eating grin you've ever seen. The hayseed grin coming to the big city? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and things, and Dubs and I are a couple of chumps. You know, I I think we're talented, whatever, and but we've been beaten down in our radio career and yeah. told we suck so much. Really? This and the shut up. So Dubs and I are like, holy Christ. So we crawl into this limo, okay? The stretch limo. And it, you've been in limos before, right, yes. Dubs? Yes. This was a nice one. This was a very nice limo. Very much, uh, you know, probably a lot better than most I've been in. And I've been in, like, you know, pretty decent ones. It had, like, the neon lights. And <laughs> and before we go, uh, we move past the limo, I uh, told my mom about the limo. And she's like, oh, I got to take my first limo ride, too. Uh, they, uh, every month, they take uh, a couple students with uh, like A's on their report cards to Wendy's in a limo and the 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 uh, principal there is like oh you've never been in a limo you've got to go and so she got to go to Wendy's in a limo and she was just talking up that this is a ballot room? yeah my mom uh, my mom's never been in a limo she's like 45 right and uh, uh, the janitor at Fowlerville Elementary School now did she have to clean the limo after she got out of it. Well, she didn't have to, but she does it because she loves her work. It's a labor of love. Hey, she's habit. just used to it. Yeah. She's hanging her head outside the window like a dog. <laughs> Tongues out. <laughs> Neck fat, blowing in the wind. Oh, Barking come on. People. She's actually very thin now. She's old, though. Yeah. Anyway, so we're in this limo. We get into the limo um, in France, and so we're in the limo, and we immediately get on the phone. And we start calling people. Guess where we are? But no one answered, oddly enough. So yeah. we didn't get to really. We're in a limo. They, they picked us up. We're in a limo. So we're, um, we drive around town. They, the limo shows us around, shows us a couple of the finer points of the town. Yeah, exactly. And it was great seeing the uh, Empire State Building and just like, you know, all the cool sites. And so we're there and we're looking around and we meet like all the people from this radio station. Yeah. We meet our new 
our new who turns out to be our new boss. Yep. Boss says, and just it's a really cool vibe, man. It's a it's a really good station. It's a great place. It's really good people, and the show fits. Yeah. And the show. I, and I'm not gonna lie to you. This show has, I think, only been a shell of what it can be, because of the being pulled into 15 different directions. Because I mean, it was Dubs. Honestly, this Sunday show to me has been tougher than any other show that we've done. Because even when we were, when we were producing Rana Fez, producing Don and Mike, doing all the other crap that we did during the weeknight show, we at least saw each other. Yeah. I'm stuck at El Sol in detention. Yeah, now uh, we don't get to see each other at all until you basically come up here. On a for, Sunday. For Sunday, except for you did come up a couple times this week, but we really didn't talk about anything about this weekend show. Exactly. And so, but this new station is just, it's a great station. It's an FM talk station. I'll uh, say that much. Mm-hmm. And it does really good promotions. And it's just, and, you know, it's uh, really well known in the area, too. It's a complete station. It's very it's very respected within the industry. And it's located in downtown Bangkok. So and it's so, great. Well, it's great. Is oh, that, yeah, cheap hookers. You know, and <laughs> I, just, boys. I just wanted to say Croatia's great at this time of year. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun in Croatia. I, I just wish the the uh, the Maple Leafs were still playing. Yeah, I'm, I, we have to get that NHL back up. I know, no hockey in that town's going to kill it. But whatever, at least they'll be listening to us. So here's the situation with the new place. We were ready to announce um, yep. on Thursday, but uh, or maybe it was Friday. I think. Friday, Friday we were going to announce, and we can't announce yet where it is we're going because. You know, and it's it's right because the place wants to announce it there first. Yeah. You know, it's their station, so they want to announce their new show uh, on their terms. So that will likely happen either Monday or Tuesday, and we are, uh, you know, we're officially going to be theirs. And uh, we'll get the announcement out here somehow, either through the website or through Ryan and Fez, there when w- that announcement happens out there. There will be links on RadioHideout.com. Well, the station wants to wait till after monsoon season. So. <laughs> the monsoon. So, yeah, definitely. No doubt about that. So, um, the, I, I, there's, God, there's so much I want to tell you. I wish I could tell you, but out of respect for the new place, we just, you know, we can't. Know this. You will be able to hear the station. You'll be able to hear the show. I'll, I'll say just one little thing. Little Rock. And that's it. I'm not going to go anywhere further. <laughs> oh. Too much. I should have dumped that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Two words, little rock. Um, you will be able to hear the show if you have an, uh, an internet feed. Yes. Legally, by the way. Yeah, you won't have to uh, download it and then hear it on some kind of uh, cheap wave in MP3 or something. So for those of you who care enough, yeah, you know, just know that on RadioHideout.com, probably before the end of the week, I would say almost guaranteeing before the end of the week, you'll know. Yeah. yeah. You'll know where we're going. And that's why we decided to make this the last show in D.C. And the biggest thing about that, because we could do another week, you know, but when you're moving, it takes a lot of time out. You I know? mean, and, I, and also we got to do a lot of stuff at our current places that we're working too. You at El Zol, me with Ryan Fez to uh, kind of wrap everything up there. So that takes our weekday time out. Now, you, you, now, here's the point. Now, anyone who's ever been in the situation where you have your two-week notice and you've given two-week notice, you know you get nothing done. I yeah, mean, you, you get that senior itch like you're, uh, like you're just about to graduate. And so and, and part, of you, part of you says, 
uh, screw it. You know, I'm out of here. You know, you guys didn't want us, so, you know, we're going to do you a favor and we're done now. You know, see you later. Good luck. Have fun. We're gone. But this business is so small. And, and you, you never want to burn a bridge. And we still have a lot of friends here that you just don't want to screw over. You know, you want to help everybody out. You would be leaving a lot of people in very nasty situations. Yeah, so, you you know. Now, here's the situation as far as uh, the crew, because I'm getting some questions on the AOL for broadband. Uh, who's going America in? Online. Whatever. Uh, it doesn't even matter. Like, we even have to do that anymore. Jesus. Well, if you want to give them a call, 1-800-297-1025, 1-800-297-1025. That's just for WJFK and Hideout listeners. A little exclusive for you for American Online. It ends at 7. So, <laughs> the special ends at 7. Who's going with us? To Cheyenne, Montana. Yes. Um, who's going to make the big move to Fargo? It has been decided, Dubs. Yes. That we would like to bring along with us uh, Bateman and Corolla. Yes. However. The uh, Grass Lake, Iowa. I don't think we're bringing Corolla anymore. No? After his performance in the first hour. <laughs> I mean, he's just too green. You know, he doesn't have enough uh, radio experience. Experience or knowledge. And it's not like he's funny. Or instinct. It's not like he's funny. No, he's just, he, he has funny breasts. So that's about it. I mean, how long can you laugh at a man's breasts? We, we, yeah, we've pulled that out for six months. But I don't think uh, it's t- standing the test of time. Is, uh, his gut. His gut is funny. But that's it. And by gut, I don't mean like he's... Oops. Yeah. Over there. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Real smooth. People are beautiful. <laughs> They're really pretty in Detroit. And he can't be one of those people. Seattle won't welcome him. Not at all. Get in here, Corolla. Tupac, you're in the hideout on JFK. California love. That's right. That's right. Hello, Los Angeles. San Diego, you're beautiful. <laughs> San Jose, welcome into the hideout. Corolla, we officially, what better way? It's, it's, it is kind of mean. <laughs> because we've been telling you for the past two, three weeks that you're coming with us. But we just needed a ride to the airport. <laughs> We've talked to everyone in Anaheim. God, Jesus. And Falling apart. it's not in the budget. Yeah. Because your boobs are too big. <laughs> I'll do it for free. <laughs> we don't want you. I already quit my job. Did you really? Yes. We don't want you. And I already threw out a lot of my furniture. <laughs> Why? Because I well, inflatable furniture is cheap enough. Those were your good T-shirts too. (laughs) What you threw out your blow-up mattress and chair? No, but I'm gonna go home and pop it. I'm gonna stab it with a knife, like you guys have stabbed me in the heart. Why? Then you have nowhere to sleep either. You'll probably just stab yourself again. (laughs) I really, we can't, we can't bring you. It's not. There's not enough money. I know you. I know you say you're willing to work for free, but there's not enough money to bring. Hey, him. you're gonna make him angry enough. He's gonna wreck his own car. <laughs> By the way, oh wait, Corolla thought he was done with this place, so he decides he's gonna he's gonna leave WJFK with a bang, and he's gonna show with a crunch. You are you haven't even worked here long enough to be angry or dejected or anything. So what does he decide to do? What he decides to wreck his car into one of the poles downstairs. <laughs> 
How hard did you? Uh, what, what did you do to it? How bad did you mess it up? Uh, I think I need a new door. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone who's ever side driver's side, <laughs> so you can't even get in your driver's side right now. You gotta climb over. No, you can, but like the window doesn't work or anything like that. And which car is this? Because I know you drive a couple of different ones. It usually. was not my car. Let's just put it oh, down. Oh. It was not his car. It was a very nice car. It was the, is one-, the one that we got picked up in. The one that he took us back and forth to the airport in. You should not be able to drive around pillars. You should have to park up top every time. And it's so funny. I usually do. Because the pillar just snuck up on that door. <laughs> it was really weird how that happened. But that was a big F you to the station you're stuck at. Right. Congratulations. I actually just got off the phone with the new program director. Mm-hmm. And our new producer. Mm-hmm. That's fine. <laughs> I may not be funny, but... When you're starting your car up later on today, if it doesn't sound like it turns right away, I'd stop turning the key. <laughs> I'd check the muffler for back hair, personally. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very, very true. So, Dubs, that is our situation. That is, um, we have put in our two weeks, or at least I have. I haven't yet. At El Sol. And I hope to be... Um, in Kansas by the 7th with a new show starting on the 11th of May. And it's going to be fun. Yeah. Hello, Missouri. Topeka is the nicest time of year. So yeah. I love Anchorage in the winter. It's going to be a blast. Hills of Scotland are beautiful. And St. Paul, I love it. <laughs> I'd go with you, but I fear sunspots. <laughs> You'll love Tempe. <laughs> Iraq stable now. Uh, yeah. A little hint. Um, going back to Lubbock. <laughs> going back to Lubbock. What a hint. And I'm taking back my Lubbock radio name, Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Tijuana. We should talk about that, too. All your different radio names. I've only, I've only had one I've stuck with the whole time. You've had Maverick. When I met him, he was Alex Cruz, which is really C-R-G-Z. close. Which is really oh. close to Alex Kong. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Kong's more appropriate, though. <laughs> what else did you have? All right, you know what? You're fired now. We were going to give you till 7 o'clock. Ooh. <laughs> Jeez. What a shame. I don't have to do some gay stunt now where I got to put some disgusting object in my mouth. He'll do that tonight. Can I say you're uh, one on uh, 92.7 The Ticket? I don't even remember that one. Raphael Cantu. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that one because I was doing uh I was doing mornings at the uh, at one of the stations, the rock station, as Alex Cruz. So they wanted me to do traffic, but they didn't want you to use your name. So they made I had to come up with a completely other different name, Raphael. That's so I forgot about that one. I say I go back to that. The hideout. I can dig that with Raphael and Justin. I can dig that. Oh. <laughs> Raphael Cantu and. Adjusting my Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) On Kalamazoo's new rock station. (laughs) Let's take a break. We'll come back. Corolla will look at a roid. Yeah. Possibly even touch it. I thought I was fired. El Heifer. Oh, that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) And you wonder why you're not coming along. Yeah, to to the rubber city, Akron. (laughs) I'm telling you, Sid or Matt instead of Corolla when we go to Denmark. I would love, in fact, I'm going to call the PD and see if there's money in the budget for the comedy dumplings. 
We'll trade Corolla willingly for the comedy dumplings. Nice. When we get to Maine. We would love a weekend show at K-Rock. <laughs> no problem. Hello, Sirius. We'll take a break. Um, the only problem is food isn't included for the boys. Damn. So, I don't Damn. know. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout with El Jefe and j Dubs. I just want to say one more thing. I realize we've taken up a lot of your time here today, but we spent a lot of our hard-earned energy in this place. Hard-earned energy. Trying to make some magic happen so that you guys could add to your roster and add to your reputation, and you as a creative person should know better. You know what we did in there. And he's standing there, yes, he heard our material. Will you please just play it for him just one time, and you'll see what the f we're talking about. And thanks for backing us up, backing us up, backing us Baby, if you've ever wondered, wondered That's right. what ever became of... Hello, Cincinnati. Lifelong Bengals fan. I'll be excited about doing the post game for the Bengals. Go Reds. And Griffey Jr. He's my favorite player of all time. Just pull the hamstring. Go Buckeyes. Welcome back into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. This is like the greatest song ever. I'm more of a Miami of Ohio guy. Bowling Green is a place that I yes. wanted to go, but Texas Tech, uh, that's where I decided to go instead. Go Your Ohio mistake. Wildcats. It's not us. <laughs> the hideout moves to Ohio. Um... <laughs> Never. <laughs> I would. That, that's one place that we are not even going to allude to going to because <laughs> Ohio, Ohio is worse than Michigan. I genuinely believe that. I say the two worst states in the union, Ohio and Oklahoma. My stepbrother, who is up right now, he goes to uh, OU, and um, he's excited about hearing the hideout in Norman. Mm-hmm. Minnesota would be pretty bad too. It's the greatest thing to come to Norman ever. The hideout. <laughs> all your friends go Sooners but um, it is the last hideout for now in Washington D.C. as Dubs and I have accepted a new job we cannot say where yet because our new station would like uh, to announce it there first so we are um, but this is the last show because there's a lot of stuff to get done yeah I mistakenly said May 11th when we uh, the, the target date for the start of the new show in the new place is April 11th. Yeah, so it's a very quick turnover over there, so we got to get over there and Otherwise, start up. we continue to do the Sunday show, but honestly, in the, the hours now have become very important. Yeah, each hour, you know, you, we can't sleep more than six hours a night because we got to pack and everything. Pack yeah. and find places to live. Find a new place, find, you know. Thank God. Uh, moving trucks. And cost of, of living is cheap in Salt Lake. Yeah. But, you know, you go... You go around and you find these places and you got to do all this stuff. You get a lot of switch over. Yeah, you got to get out to Boulder. Okay, enough of that bit. Uh, what are we going to name every place? <laughs> I'm running world? out. I'm running out. Moscow. Kabul. All right, fine. So um, everybody's kind of here saying uh, goodbye, so long, very uh, upbeat. Good riddance, whatever they want to say. And the thing about what's odd is that the, the door is not shut um, ever. Because there's something about WJFK. And I was talking to actually Ben who uh, is yeah. in charge of custodial duty, duties here. And really knows more about the station than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And he um, he goes, you'll be back. And, and he's been right. Ever, every time he's ever said anything, he's always been right. Everybody will come Everybody comes back to this place, WJFK. Cameron is an example. Yeah. Cameron left, did another thing, did very well at it. And some, when I guess after Liddy, 
and then somehow ended up coming back here. You know, WJFK, it's like a black hole. Literally, as you look at the equipment. Is that racist then? No. Oh. Yes, it was. Even though I was looking at Matt. <laughs> Speaking of, how is your hemorrhoid? It is hurting, but not nearly as bad as yesterday. And it's still quite swollen. One of our friends is here to say goodbye. He's not only a friend, he's a member of the Hideout family. And Ogre, who uh, was an intern with us, an intern with the Ron and Fez show, Ogresville on RadioBBQ.net. How's that? That's you, right. Ogresville on RadioBBQ.net. You know what I hear about Ogresville? What's You're, that? That it is a great show. Well, thank you very much. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't listened to it. Yeah, I know. Sorry. It's okay. But you'll be soon on RadioAnchorage.net, right? <laughs> yes. And okay. there, will be, there will be a new link. <laughs> and, but I... Um, Salmon are jumping, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The fishing report. But... I uh, I talked to a number of people that say your show, which I guess is what noon to two. I'm one one to three. I got the music that Mikey likes is eleven to one leads into me, and then I'm one to three. So you're directly competing with O'Reilly. Yeah, I like yeah. What 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 say you now? I hear Bill. you're killing him too. Yeah, From right. what I understand, you're just destroying him. Yeah. I say that. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I was gonna go. You Sorry. make a lot of trips to uh, to New Jersey, so I know we'll see you in Jersey. Whenever you uh, whenever you come up to Trenton, <laughs> so uh, it'll be good seeing you up there. My time is done now. <laughs> no, don't worry. We, we took care of it. It's all good. Nobody. You know, no, I, I appreciate it. You know, and as I said before, man, everything everything that 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 I've managed, all the people I've managed to meet, and everything that I've managed to do is direct result of meeting and being friends with you guys and all you guys here. And I I wouldn't have it any other way. You got any presents this time? No, I'm all out, I'm all out of gifts this time, man. I'm a little tapped last out. I haven't been you, working. Last you know? time you had gifts. This uh, time it's just, hey, goodbye. I want my pencil box I gave you back the last episode, <laughs> there, Beaver. see you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ogre. Thank you, guys. I'm gonna, and I'll be we'll see you. looking forward to hearing you very yeah. soon. Yeah, well, definitely. Thank you very much, Ogre. And um, so I had a weird dream last night. And I, I want to know if anyone else finds her sexy, just before we move on real fast. I woke up. And you ever have that dream where it's like so amazingly real and you're just like, wow, this, I, I, I now, I, I almost kind of feel dirty. Now I know Halloween goddess is here with her son, <laughs> but this is, it isn't very sexual. I mean, it kind of is. Did, he, it, want, did he want to take the hemorrhoid ride? No. <laughs> is that what we're calling it? I guess. It doesn't bite. <sighs> Yet. Or drop off the twin tower. He, um, oh, he, uh. So anyway, I wake up, and I guess I had this dream where I was being hit on, and literally to the point where she was crawling on me and groping me and wanted to be my quote-unquote sugar mama. And it was Soledad O'Brien, who does mornings on CNN. Hot. Do you think she's hot? Just because, you know, she does mornings and CNN. I, you know me, I, I'd bang the Queen of England just for a uh, story. For, for the story of yeah. it? But I've never thought anything about this lady. But it was so real and like her want and lust for me that now I find myself attracted to her just because she gave me attention. It was in my dream. Yeah, but still. Yeah. You know, whatever. But I now find myself attracted to Soledad O'Brien, and I want... I'm not sure in which one this is. Can you? Uh... She's a uh, she's black woman. She uh, um no, like never mind. Then. Come she on. She used to be on the Today Show. Light <laughs> skin. 
Yeah, light skin. Oh. Sure. Come on. <laughs> Short hair. I remember when she was on MSNBC, like, back in the day. I was just wondering. She was hot. I, I agree. Oh, there she is. I, uh, Tommy just brought up a picture of her. Yeah, she's hot. She might be mixed, so she's half good. Stop! <laughs> and that's the black half. That's good. I'm still out. <laughs> so, come on. Come One me. in the closet doesn't bother me. Stop it! <laughs> Sid. Jesus. The hell? Never mind. We're not bringing you guys to Albuquerque. Um... So as I look at it, but she doesn't seem like she's one of those chicks, too. You look at her. She's always pregnant, by the way. But she's one of those chicks that you look at her, and she doesn't exude sexuality. No, no, but she's a, she's like a hot professional chick, you know, like a chick that you couldn't see really getting plastered and going out and getting a little slutty. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she's definitely hot in like a professional kind of way. And in the dream, what's happening is she is... um. We're like on a plane together. I don't know if both of us were in first class or what was going on. And she's like leaning over and like groping and like. She is very toothy, though. You know, she has like very big teeth. Did she scrape? Stop. <laughs> I'm sure. Probably has a couple of rows of them like a shark. Yeah. All right. We look at the picture. Yeah, I just thought it was. I thought it was weird because it's a chick that I never thought of sexually before. But a nice target to knock out a few though. <laughs> what? Nice big. Piece. No. You want your woman like to look the, like a hockey player? Like the clown at the like the clown at the ferry. You shoot him out with the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So there it is. I was just you know what I'm talking about. I was just wondering if anybody else had had that shared attraction. With uh, with Soledad O'Brien. I think lots of news women are getting hotter, especially on Fox News, because it's all flash over there. Well, Fox News always bothers me. Who's that fat, like, uh, blonde chick that's always on the news there? Rita Cosby? Yeah. Crosby? I think so. She got a real rusty, raspy yeah, voice? Yeah, yeah. She, she bothers the hell out of me. Now, why? Who is this chick? She's, like, uh, a little bit uh, chunky, white, blonde chick. She's very... Looks like, like a hedgehog. She looked like your sister? She's not that fat. I mean, she's not she's not <laughs> grossly <laughs> obese. She's not bedridden by any means. She's the one with the real southern accent. She, I, I don't know. I think she, she's definitely like if you, uh, if she was on like a Chilean team, she'd be the base. You know, she'd <laughs> like be, your sister. She'd yeah. be the whole base. <laughs> yeah, she'd, she'd cover the whole base. By the way, your sister IM'd me. Yeah. Uh, she sent me a JFK hideout at AOL.com. By the way, that'll be changing too. I already have the uh, the new account established, and that link will also be up on RadioHideout.com whenever we head to the new place. But let me see if I can pull this up real fast. Did you read the conversation? Yeah, you uh, emailed me the conversation, kind of short conversation. I don't know if you talked with her longer, but I did actually. I I, I didn't want to keep cutting and pasting. Okay. But essentially, she goes, uh, "Tell your tell." I was not drunk or something like yeah, that. Tell, referring to St. Patrick's Day. And then I go, who is this? Because it was like a real weird screen name that I didn't recognize. I get them all the time because uh, different people, like listeners and stuff. But she was referring to me by name. And then she, yeah, and then she goes, uh, Dubs, um, sister. It's Dubs' sister. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, then she proceeds to go, um, Hefe, I want to uh, rub your bald head. Well, and the, the, the conversation did get a little sexual. Like, that's just fine. If you want to go chubby chasing, just a little bit. But she uh, she called me on uh, St. Patrick's Day about 10 a.m., you know, just screaming into the phone from BW3 uh, in uh, East Lansing. And then she has the gall to say, hey, I wasn't drunk, step spreading rumors. Because I called my dad shortly after that, and I said, uh, your daughter called me drunk. 
And uh, so I guess my dad got to her. Right. She's supposed to be a goody-goody. You know, she doesn't drink or anything. Mm -hmm. Mostly because she's always pregnant, but... <laughs> Which never stopped my mom. <laughs> yeah, not at all, as we can tell. Yeah. As we can definitely tell, there are no issues in that family. And uh, actually, I told my mom, too, and she's like, she didn't tell me she was taking the day off because she's, I guess, months late on rent anyway, though. But yeah, Dubs' is family. Yeah, my family's white trash. It's literally like you're watching a Springer episode. Yeah. As I look and I hear the stories that come out of that trailer in Fowlerville. It's not a trailer. It's actually a house, but it's, it, it's like a trailer. It may as well be. Yeah. It's double wide. Right. Yeah. Her ass. And then not, you, they're not real trash. I mean, no, not at all. They got the they got the good ones. They definitely got a good place. Let's get your sister on the phone that she, so she can say goodbye to us. No. Please? No, because I don't want any more drops for you to use. Oh yeah, I forgot. This is her I couldn't even get you. I couldn't even get your mom to. If you would have let your mom do a couple, I would. I'd be fine with getting my family on to do drops for you. Bow wow, news hounds. Oh, Hesley, I want to stroke your bald head. She sounds hot, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. she sounds like me. Oh, Hesley, I want to stroke She's, your bald head. Actually, when uh, we first had her on, uh, it was when we were doing the show after Ron and Fez, and Fez was listening when we had her on, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, good, uh, good impression on your sister." No, that's really my sister. <laughs> he thought it was. I thought I. He thought I just got back here, got on the phone, and put a woman's voice on. That's how beefy this bitch is. <laughs> Your sister, man. She's annoying. She really is. You would say she's beefy. Yeah, definitely beefy. She got a little, uh, little trunk. Well, I remember when she. Uh, it was probably her senior year in high school, and she was complaining because she got over two bills, and I'm like. You know, and at that point I was 145. Right. And I've, you know, I've never been a small guy, but a chick that's 200 pounds is way different than a guy being 200 pounds. Yeah. A chick does not show 200 pounds as well as a guy does. How tall is your sister? She's tall. She's like 5'11. Okay. Well then, yeah. I mean, but 200 pounds is still, you know, she's a brick house. <laughs> well, the brick houses are supposed to be high. Is she? Does she play? Like, does she like play volleyball or softball or anything? Uh... Did she play? I think she played volleyball for a little bit, which I never went and saw her because the volleyball team at our school had to wear, like, the uh, spandex. Yeah. They all did. I think every Aww. single one of them did. And there was no way I was even going to go there and see the moose knuckle. <laughs> you sh should have seen her in her sumo outfit. <laughs> which basically was what, on everybody else, the uh, the uh, spandex went down to her knees, but her, it was like a thong. Because <laughs> she was so big. Oh, she couldn't even put it on. She just had to tie it around. <laughs> I remember one of the most disappointing things in high school. Because there's something about high school and middle school, like the girls' locker room and the mysteriousness of the girls' locker room or changing room or something. For some reason in high school, I, I was able to go into the, the cheerleaders. Or maybe it was the dance team had their own locker room. Yeah. And so I got invited in there for some reason. I forget what it was now. And I remember how excited I was. Like wow, I'm, I'm, I'm going into this forbidden land. I'm getting to go into the cheerleaders, you know, locker room. And I remember walking in there, and being so disappointed because of the smell. Oh God! A uh, girls' locker. Pennies. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> worse. Here's worse. The, here's the reason why girls' bathrooms and locker rooms smell much worse than guys. And guys have like the really sweaty old gym clothes. You know, you always have a few guys in the guys' locker room who think it's lucky to keep to not wash their jerseys or whatever. By the way, speaking of that, I have not washed my um, 
Athletic Cup. Shut up, Dirtball. In uh, three years since we've been here. But the reason is the, that the women's smell so bad is because of those big canisters next to the uh, the toilet where they put the uh, the rag in. Yeah, where they the used. Um, yeah. Stuff. I mean that because I've accidentally walked into women's bathrooms and usually I'll just just do my business anyway until one time someone left the uh, the the container open next to it. I looked down and I was just thoroughly disgusted. And I never went back into a woman's <laughs> restroom again. All these Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> <laughs> Watermelon. All oh, right. Is that racist? Hey. Hopefully. I meant it to be. <laughs> so, yeah, it's one of those situations. And so I just remember the disappointment. And I'll, you know, even now, occasionally, you know, I'll be walking in an alley behind a Red Lobster, and it'll take me back to that time when I was in that locker room. And I'm just like, it's ruined to me now. I never want to go into a girl's locker room again, ever, ever again. Dubs, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, a couple of stories that I want to share with you, reminding you this is the last hideout in Washington, D.C. for now. You never know. You absolutely never know. We already got look stupid once for doing one goodbye show. Yeah. We're just letting you know that, I'll just put it like this. We've accepted another job, and this is the last uh, hideout in D.C. that we're going to be doing for probably a very, very long time. Oh, and one other thing, too, and maybe if we want to bring it up, because this may actually be a point of contention. The show will re- remain uh, the hideout in the new place. I know there was a talk of maybe changing the name, but... Um, uh, too good a name. Will you have to translate the name to the language you're going to be speaking at the new place, or yeah, Turkish? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Istanbul. Is the st- show still going to have a Mo theme in the city of brotherly love? Uh, um, probably. Yeah. I would think definitely. How do you say hideout in Canadian? That's all. I don't know. Um, hideout. Hideout. A. A hideout. It's uh the hideout. <laughs> What's the syrup? Radiohideout.com. Uh, quack. Back in a second. 106.7 WJFK. Take this job and shove it, shove it. I ain't working here no more. All right, come on. <laughs> We're leaving on positive terms, Tommy. We're leaving on a good note. Not we, Johnny Paycheck terms. We could be coming back at some point. You never know. Why are you getting all upset? Why you? Why would you do this, uh, take this job and shove it? Oh, is that what it was? I just kind of like the tune. <sighs> All right, welcome back. Oh, we're pretending. Okay, never mind. Stop. Hey, can't wait to be back here. Shut up. Hey, the computer won't save because there's not enough space on it. Hey, Uh, there soon will be because we have to take all of our stuff off this week, or it'll be deleted and we'll never see it again. I think Pete in the studio will make more space on the computer. Okay, (laughs) you go away. Come on. You know what? You know what's funny? The new play. By the way, welcome back into the hideout. One hundred six point seven WJFK FA Dubs hanging out with you as. uh, we have taken a new job, and we are leaving. And, again, never going to say never. I mean, yeah. in all likelihood, a lot of times you end up going back to where you came from. So I'm not going to say last. Yeah, the edge? <laughs> Who knows? It could, riff. it could be at some point we're back in uh, in Michigan. Actually, no. I'll get out of radio, to be honest with you. <laughs> never going back to Michigan. But um, Dubs and I have taken a new job. I don't know how Tommy's going to deal because that place, the new job, the new place, has it so together. Yeah, everybody's so happy there. Tommy's not going to fit in. He's going to need something to be angry about. He's a a black hole. He'll bring everyone down. Yeah, somehow I know. That's what he does best. He's going to, everybody's going to be a... 
hateful. Look who's talking to Mr. Sadsack off last week. <laughs> hey, I had good stories. They were, was... Yeah, because you're a sad sack and you're always angry. Oh, well, by I'm the not way. angry. I, hey, I, I, good luck tomorrow. Oh, yeah, he oh, takes his driver's test You again. have another driver's test. Your Matt fourth Albert. time. Yeah, uh, I, I had practice today. I just... I just threw the keys on the dashboard and just walked home. I, it just it didn't go well. Now, what do, you angry. Ha- what do you have in troubles with the most? While you're parallel parking. I can do everything perfectly fine. You know, reverse. you should get Corolla to teach you how to parallel park between the pillars downstairs. <laughs> kind of hard when the steering wheel, you know, hits the stomach so much that. Mm. Wow, good job, fat boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're really making fun of me. <laughs> All right, Wolf. I can Hobbs see your belly button through your shirt too. <laughs> <laughs> and he's an innie. All right, well, enough about... And you're welcome. Um, by the way, Matt, one more thing to add to your sad sack stories. Yes. Your favorite radio show's leaving you. Running Fez? No, why? <laughs> Fine. Don and Mike are going? <laughs> no. Love line? Right. All right, go away. They going Dukes is leaving? Where's Rick Blue going? Go away. No, I'm sad. Because you don't even like us. Raphael Cantu's going to stop. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. I'm out of here. Uh, on RadioHideout.com, a lot of updates. We put up the uh, the hideout group for uh, MySpace. It's a link on page five. Got a new survey. Will the hideout ever broadcast from D.C. again? And um, I look for the announcement of the new station, the new ways to listen to us, you know, that kind of stuff, all on RadioHideout.com. New ways to get in touch with us. It's all going to be there. Now, under there is the names to know section. And a couple of people from the names the no section wanted to say hello to us or goodbye or whatever. Um, first of all, it's our buddy Lefty. Lefty, welcome into the hideout. How you doing, man? Congratulations, you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's about time. Heading out west to Cheyenne, Wisconsin, or Wyoming, huh? Cheyenne's going to be a beautiful place, no doubt Love about it. it. Um, I will say this. Lefty, we worked with him before in uh, in mid-Michigan, and he's been on the show a number of times, sat in on the show whenever he comes out to visit. And the big thing about you, at least on the Sunday show people may know you from, is you deciding whether or not uh, me trying to talk you out of getting engaged. Right. You went to Vegas over the weekend. What happened? I got engaged. You dumbass. You uh, well, yeah, you guys what? give me advice. I've got to take the complete opposite. Well, the, the the funny thing is, you are miserable nine out of the 12 months of the year. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And, yeah, and it's like, you know, he's happy for six, five days out of the week. Or, no, he's upset, and it sucks five days out of the week. Then for two day, days out of the week, everything's, you know, yeah, great. Yeah, he's walking on air. Life's perfect. You got, right. you got engaged, huh? I sure did. I sure did. It was really, I mean, I guess to be kind of serious, like, uh, we had we had a real downtime there for a while, and then we finally talked about it. She yeah, it was called 2004. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nothing. Go ahead. Uh, we finally talked about it. She opened up to me, and uh, I kind of realized that uh, you know what? As difficult as it can be to live with her, I couldn't live without her. Oh yes, you. That's, that's what I don't understand. Everybody seems to think. It's this person and this person only that makes me live, that I have, that makes me go. you got to realize, you just say that because you live with her now, and you can't imagine what it would be like to live with her now because you cohabitate. But I'm telling you, you move out, you live in Flint, you bang a couple of hookers living around the corner from the station. Teasers. Yeah, you're going to be fine. You'll forget about her in like eight months. I say eight weeks. For me, I, for me, it'd be eight days, and that's it because she has large boobs. Otherwise, I would have—I can't even remember her name now. And, and I just can't believe. How old are you? Twenty-six. 
Uh, how old is she? 23. You're a tard. That well, is the stupidest thing I've Now, you, you're you engaged. Are you guys setting a date yet, or are you guys just no, no, being engaged? No, I still have at least a year that I can kill her before we even start no. planning. <laughs> All right. We're straight, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, now, what's so Don't funny... Don't kill her. Just put her in a wheelchair. Now, what's so odd about this, too, is Lefty is one of these radio guys. He's not like the rest of us. He's actually good-looking. He like he, he is one who could be a male model. Yeah. Not like Bateman sitting what? back there in the corner. So... He has his choice of women, like, not even, like, pulling the radio card, and then you throw the radio card on top of it. Do you realize, just stop for a second, okay? I'm, I'm just going to put this out there for you, all right, my friend? What? You're 26. Let's say you have bad habits, you smoke, you eat a lot of red meat. Let's, yeah. let's say at best you end up living till you're 50. Yeah, that's at best, yeah. 24 years, double your lifespan. Let's say 52. All right. Do you realize the amount of ass, and not even just like regular, you know, like at, like I'm talking model quality, top of the line Flint Poon. Yeah, because there's that. <laughs> that's that's top of the line Flint Poon doesn't exist. <laughs> um, this is the same guy who, uh, he would go to Hooters and um, just br bring home his pick of the litter. Yeah, along with his doggy bag, he'd bring home one of the girls. So, do you realize that from now, this is it. This is it. This That's all That's all you're getting. Well, I, I asked her, actually, after I proposed, if I could still bang other chicks. Oh, stop. And, and she, I swear to God, I did. We were sitting by the pool in Vegas, and I asked her, and I'm like, I'm serious about this. You know, can I still bang other chicks? Because she's always, she, she doesn't get her. She's got a, a pretty little sex drive. And she says, yeah, that's fine, as long as you just stay away from me. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I get the best of both worlds. I get to bang the whores. And uh, I still get to bang her whenever she feels like but, it. I know you. You won't. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I probably won't. You're probably right. But I'll tell you what. See, you talked about the model thing. And, see, you've obviously never banged a model type chick because oh. they're the worst. Yes, I have. I don't know. You know me. I, uh, they're the worst, dude. The worst one you could ever bang is a hot, hot chick. Not a model from Biggins, Hefe. Oh, yeah. They try harder. Yeah. Because uh, you never know when they're going to get it again. I, um, but that's just the... All right, well, then you're settling. You, no, I'm sorry. Essentially, what you're saying is you don't want any more headaches, so you're going to marry one. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Mm, okay. Appreciate it. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> uh, well, Are we invited to the wedding? I was actually going to see if you guys would uh, stand up, but I don't think you're, you're being all that supportive. Uh, we'd, we'd, I would love to, but I have a hemorrhoid right now, and I <laughs> don't feel comfortable with we'd, it. We could get it lanced off, folks. We'd be like Vince Vaughn in old school. Don't just do like, it. get out. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> um, and honestly, I think your uh, your marriage will last as long as Frank the Tanks. I think, <laughs> I think you'll go about two weeks. The engineer's married? <laughs> no, not the engineer. Oh. All right. Not that Frank the Tank. I, actually, I'll say this. The uh, the chances of you actually getting married and us coming back to WJFK, what do you think's better, Dubs? Us uh, coming back to WJFK. No doubt about it. Congratulations, Lefty. Yeah. Congratulations to you guys, too, on Boise. Thank you, Boise. Come on, stop. Stop giving out all the hints. Uh, serious in all seriousness, I, uh, I love you like a brother, and that's why I hate to see you make a mistake. So, um, but take care of yourself, okay? All right, you guys, too. And we'll, uh, we'll see you in Albuquerque. You got it. All right, man, bye. God, I'm telling you. I've been around this guy. That's like that's a real dude.
You know what I mean? That's a real dude. Is that a gay thing? No, like he can get whoever he wants. (laughs) Including you? What are you talking about? Probably. Whatever. And it's getting engaged. The only good thing about that, though, is if nothing else, it does, like if he wants to keep her as a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Let's say he was doing this. I think he's living with her. He's got a lease or something. And so you got to figure, I'm I'm at least going to have to live with her through the lease. And if she's mainly bitching about wanting to get married... Maybe it's not a bad idea to get engaged. And just give her a ring and be like, okay, here's a ring. And then he's going to break up anyway. And if nothing else, just at the end of the lease, he gets out of the lease, he moves out, and then he breaks off the engagement. And then, But then he stopped the headache and the bitching by proposing. Wow, what if it's all part of a master plan? Uh, it's, no, he's it's not. He's, he's, yeah, he's just going to He's jumping married. in. Yeah, he's just going to get married. Uh, cheese face here in the hideout on JFK. Also on the names of no section. Going, guys? What's up, buddy? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm just calling, I guess, to say goodbye. You gave a bunch of good years, and yeah. I understand why they would want you there, and I'm oh. ecstatic. You're going to be streamed, right? What? Uh, They're going to stream it? Uh, no. they, you people will be able to hear us, so we will say, I'll say we can't say a lot. She's understood. You said enough, and yeah. I'll miss you guys. But mm. thanks for a great couple of years. Thank yeah. you, Cheese. Want to come jam with us? RadioHighHop.com. <laughs> bring bring your leather vest. Come on. <laughs> be nice. Heckler, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, girl? What's up, man? What's up, sissy? You guys are going out to Wyoming? Yeah, Wyoming. Oh, man, only two things go out to Wyoming, steers and queers. I don't see no horns on you, gay boys. You're all right. I, how, we knew that was coming. Come on. Thank you, Sergeant hey. Hartman. That's going to be It's going to be great. I'm start going to a gay bar now to get my gay fix. Yeah, what are you going to do? You're not going to be able to turn us on on Sundays. Hey, I'll still have your mom, so that's all right. Man. All right. Well, I'll have you guys. Bye. All right. Look at that. Look at that. He went out uh, nice and fast. Best call he's ever made. Thank you, Heckler. Um, so anyway, the drive to Seattle is going to suck. Yeah, but road trips are always fun. Road trips can be fun. Who wants to come along since Corolla's not going? Matt? Yeah. <laughs> I would if you had a driver's license. How about we do this, Matt? Not to put any pressure on you. If you can pass your driver's test tomorrow, how many have you failed so far? Three. You failed three. Three. One wasn't my fault, though. It was it was God's fault that one time. If you can pass your driver's test tomorrow, I'll find money in the budget for the new place. And we'll hire you. I, 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 I don't accept francs. I'm sorry. I just... I will, bad exchange rate. I will do everything in my power in uh, Alabama to find more money. To bring you down. They trade me down there, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> you are the currency. <laughs> You're going to pay me in three of me? <laughs> um, Roundbacks. Okay. God damn. That's what I would call. Radio is the website. That's where all of, uh, all of the information. Again, Dubs and I have accepted a job. We cannot say where it is we are going yet because our new place wants to announce it first there, and then we can make any announcement and post it on RadioHideout.com and do all that kind of fun stuff. But know that Dubs and I have truly enjoyed our time here at WJFK. And uh, what are you going to miss most about the city, Dubs? Is there anything in particular you're going to miss? I mean, I didn't really go downtown that much. Yeah. You you basically lived the burb life. Yeah, I did. I really, you know, when I, was, when I lived in Alexandria, I basically, you know, partied in Alexandria. Now I live in Falls Church, and there's nowhere to party in Falls Church, so I don't party anymore. Right. Yeah. 
I um I I will truly miss example last night. Last night I had the gig at Fado, uh, the Ron Fez Apprentice, and I was saying with uh, AJ that we um you know I'm excited because we were taking the metro down. You know, it was a Chinatown. There's a lot of stuff going on, and the public transportation here is so good. It's just yeah. so good that I could go just get drunk. I mean, lit up, and then uh, and then you know stumble home and not have to worry about drunken driving. So we go down. I guess we go to RFD first, which is in Chinatown. It's me, my stepbrother, and some of the news hounds. Oh, and P- PJ, Pimp Juice, stopped oh, by, cool. who's now working at DC 101 and doing very well for himself, by the way, too. He's doing a lot over there, and he was the first intern ever in the hideout, now working at DC 101. He was one of the first, too. To get a job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, and then it, we end up at Fado. And we're hanging out at Fado, and we're doing the gig for Bass Sale, finding the next Ron and Fez apprentice. And Jonathan, the promotions assistant, brings this hot chick with him, just another hot chick. And then all her sorority friends show up. So that was perfect because they were all kind of there for the radio station gig. So we all got to kind of look good and look cool. Because we were hanging out with, like, hot chicks all night. And so that actually, that does an ego really well. And you're sitting there. And, uh, speaking of, look at the, the speak of the devil. You, you say his name, Pimp Juice, PJ, and he shows up. We'll talk to you in a second. So anyway, we... um <laughs> Sit in the corner. Yeah. I mean, I'm drinking. I mean, I'm drinking. I know. You called me two hours before your uh, event even started, and you just said you had uh, three shots and a beer. Mm-hmm. I told you to slow down. And I didn't. And here's the thing about <laughs> last night. Uh, AJ, what all did we have? Because it started with SoCo and Limes and Rum and Cokes. Then it turned into beer. Then it, you know, Bass Ale. And then it turned back into Rum and Cokes. And then the guys over at Fordow, like the the bartenders, you know, they were like really cool and fans of the show and stuff. So they get us a couple of shots of whiskey. Ooh. They, then they weren't fans. <laughs> then like, screw these guys. The, the Jaeger bomb. Then there, oh, there was a Jaeger bomb at, uh, at RFD beforehand. Then there was a regular Jaeger shot. At Fado, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem, by the way. I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> and a whole bunch, I guess, in between. Just a lot of drunkenness, all right? So finally, the gig's over. We actually stay until about 1130, maybe even midnight. And we roll over to Hooters, which is across the street there in Chinatown. And so we're in Hooters, and we're sitting down. It's me and the news hounds and AJ, my step bro. And about what time is this? About midnight. Okay. Okay. So order- I was in bed. Were you? Yeah. Oh, poor you. With your... Uh, with, with my twin. With your twin yeah. on your ass. So, <laughs> as it turns out, I'm sitting there, Hooters, and you order a burger. Yeah. And I ordered the new Samurai Wings. Has anybody had these? Yeah, they're great. They're awesome. Absolutely, I love them. I'm a, more of a Spicy Jack guy, but the Samurai are good, too. So, I get the Samurai, and I have two. I, did I eat two? Maybe. I was a pretty full plate by the time... When well, I ordered out. 20, because a lot of the news hounds were eating off of them and stuff. And so, I eat two. And then it hits me. Nausea? The nausea hits. It just like, it was like somebody had a sack of nickels, uh, maybe a sock of nickels, and they just started pounding my throat. Oh, I thought your balls. <laughs> throat. So I, I get up. Someone's pounding your throat. Stop. And I stumble to the bathroom at Hooters. So I walk into the bathroom. And a guy just goes in because I only got one stall. A guy goes into the stall. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe he's just going to go number one. 
You take I, a can, seat. I can see through like, because at this point, it's like, you know, the throat is, you know, hurting and I can, you know, you I'm can start, tell your start, mouth's watering, starting to taste a little bit, mouth watering. And so I, I kind of start peeking through the stall, through the hole in the stall <laughs> to see what <laughs> it is, glory over it. to see what it is he's going to do. And he sits down and I'm like, all right, first of all, you're disgusting. <laughs> Who the hell goes to Hooters? To drop a deuce, all right? So that's no other than you, Sid Kata, as he raised it. It wasn't a question where you raised your hand. So he sits down, and I'm like, you're a pig. As soon as I get done saying pig, I look over, and there's two urinals, and there's one guy at one, and there's an open one. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to live here anymore, whatever. <laughs> Probably the last time you're going to the Hooters. Man. No. Well, at least until. So that's when we invited back. Yeah. So I'm. I now decide it's over with. So I. I begin to puke. Into the, into the urinal. And with a guy right next to you, about crotch level. <laughs> that was a divider. That was. A, what was odd is that no one said anything, and the bathroom kind of became packed, but no one said anything, and. What's funny is I had just... I'm sure everybody else is yeah. telling the story today, too. Yeah, well, you know... Some get... drunk Mexican was in the... <laughs> Goddamn tequila night. <laughs> that was the only thing I think we didn't have last night. And so it's just, you know, everywhere. Just absolutely... I, I It was a big urinal, and somehow I missed. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, you know... And so it was just... And I'm done. I walk over. I wash my hands. Some of the samurai wings were in my goatee, what? so I got to clean that out. I can only imagine what it sounded like with you, with your head in the urinal, just puking. I, I, I think it might sound something like this. <laughs> my, uh, my Not thought. that funny. Needs more echo. Needs, needs more echo. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at the Mexican. <laughs> Oh, okay. Speaking. Go on. So anyway, <laughs> so I go back. I so what do I do? I go back to the seat, eat another twelve winks, because I made a little room. Because yeah. you're a champ. Yeah. And so we ate. Um, AJ and I head back to my place, and um, I passed out on the metro. Thank God you were there. Otherwise, In his lap. Otherwise, <laughs> I'd have been asleep on the red line, you know, until the end of the night, and. uh it ended up being a, a fun night. It was classy. If I would say, if I was to say anything about last night after Fado, the one word would be classy. So thank you to everyone who came out and um, left a little bit of me at Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, a lot of me, like all over, like Ew. floor and just really ceiling, guys' pants. All right. <laughs> AJ, what are you? You're my stepbrother. You're supposed to be on my team. We're family. I'm not on that team. All right. <laughs> Spanish team. Hey, he's only <laughs> he's only half. Willie Wallace, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Boys, I've been abroad. I've been out of the country. I was in the hospital, believe it or not. But the worst news of the lot is. The hideout's leaving you. I can't even believe it. I can't uh, believe it. Willie Wallace, if you go to radio there are pictures of uh, Willie and us beating Corolla with uh, with his titanium leg. One of the things I wanted to tell you boys is, if you do take Corolla, and I know you have to. All right, the leg will still be available. 
Absolutely. Oh. Uh, FedEx, FedEx is a wonderful thing. It'll be there. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> hey, Willie Wallace, we appreciate everything, buddy. Hey, and by the way, 5,000 will never be the same. Ah, thank you, my friend. It always sounds better with an uh, accent. That's why we have this. Aye, 5,000. Mm. Are we going to keep up the 5,000 thing when know. we go to uh, Midland? Uh, you don't want it? Yeah, I want it, but you never know. Viva? No. <laughs> Viva La Hideout? No. All right. Well, there are no Spanish speakers where we're going, so it ought to be okay. Dodge the bullet <laughs> All there. All right. <laughs> Your tires. Other than me. You are a Spanish speaker. <laughs> yes, I am. I can't buy hate that I'm leaving my job at El Zol. Billy Bob, you're in the hideout. Yeah, from Wyoming. We're looking forward to y'all coming out here. I can't wait to see El Hefe. I already looked at it like a hog. Pretty mouth. Yeah, has got a pretty mouth, boy. Thank you. Five thousand been over El Hefe. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Billy Bob. And Billy's going to teach you how to beat your wife, so. <laughs> There's an art to it. There really is. Yeah. The good way. Mm. The way you don't leave bruises. Oh, stop. <laughs> it's not even funny. Orange in a sock. Stop saying. <laughs> you know what somebody said? Is that true? The orange in a sock doesn't yeah. leave bruises? Uh-huh. I'm mm. damn right. Yeah, yeah, me too. Corolla? It's open as hell. Corolla, do we have a new stunt for you? Crust. I thought I was fired. I thought you didn't need my no here? talent ass. It's too yeah. Oh, by the way, if we do take you where we're going, um, at every live gig you will be chunks the no talent ass clown because you look like a sad clown, and you will wear a clown costume at every single live appearance. Chunks the no talent ass clown. Let's hear it for Corolla. Yeah, chunks. 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 Huh? Black Lips, you there? Yeah, um, I'd like to give the last Madden update for uh, PlayStation 2. Oh, the last EA, uh, EA Sporting News update. Go ahead. Yeah, um, um, Washington 14, Dallas 7. Uh, In what quarter? Third. 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 Cowboys can always come back. It's great that we're going back to Dallas, too, that I'm going home. Oh. Oof. All right, let's take a break. Take a break. We'll come back. Uh, I believe we're having some other guests stop by, some real guests, who are part of uh, probably the most infamous segment ever in the hideout. I'm not going to lie to you. Maybe even the segment that got us the job, to be perfectly uh, to be perfectly out there. So let's take a break. We'll come back. And uh, more of eh, the so-called last show. Again, Dubs and I have accepted a new job. And... Um, you know the greatest day, the greatest day in the hideout was probably when the uh, when the Red Sox won the World Series. I love that night. That night was just magical. Crying Joe Torre made his appearance. Great. So let's take a break. It's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. The hell is this, Tommy? It's rocking. This is my favorite one so far. Who is this? Pat Benatar? Patty Smythe. Oh. So goodbye to you, because that's the you I was talking about. All right. No one else. Stop. <laughs> All right. Behave. What? Why can't you be happy for us? I am happy. 
It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Hefe and Dubs, we have um, we have accepted a job in a new place, and we are headed there. We cannot announce where yet, but it will be on RadioHideout.com. The website is back up. It was down earlier because of server issues. There's a new link. We want all of our friends and buddies to stay in touch. So uh, Polly Loosebouse created a hideout group on um, MySpace.com. So I know that uh, PJ is part of that as well as a few of the other friends who are here with us, uh, one of which we'll talk to in a second. First, Dubs, I did something uh, this week, AJ, my stepbrother being in town, that I've never done before. We uh, we went out to eat, I guess it was Wednesday or something or other, and I um, I got a sweet tooth. I had gotten out of the habit of having, of having a sweet tooth after eating a yeah, meal. Every time, uh, for a long time. We would go out and eat every time we'd have to stop uh, through Seven uh, Eleven and pick up like an ice cream sandwich for you or something because you had a sweet tooth. I'm a pig. Well, I'd finally gotten rid of that and I was doing okay. Um, and then it came back, so we went to Ben and Jerry's there in downtown Silver Spring. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there, and there's a guy. It's the only guy, you know. He's working behind the counter, and there are these three chicks who are just being. Obnoxious, very obnoxious, who were like flirting with him, but not flirt, kind of doing that chick thing where you're flirting just so you can maybe get something a little like free or extra. You know how, you know how chicks do. And like, you know, and the other thing about ice cream places, and I'm sure the comedy dumplings, Matt and Sid can attest to this because they probably do it for fun driving around to different ones asking for the samples. That's what we call bar hopping. <laughs> so can I get a sample of the uh, Cherry Garcia? Can I get a sample of the Chunky Monkey? So, can I get some chocolate chip cookie dough? <laughs> so anyway, this is going on. And we even left because we were like, oh, it's going to take forever. So you just want to go down. Yeah, yeah, I go down. I go, I go down to Burger King, and they don't have chocolate shake, so I decided to come back we're up. Go, we're gone for like a good five to ten minutes. They're still haggling. They're still there, and so finally, I do the, uh, and I like you know where I yeah. make it known that I'm pissed you, off. You're waiting and been waiting way too long. So then this chick goes, "Oh no, you didn't." Um, what she black? Chick? Okay, yes, she was. I wasn't going to say it, but since you guys care so much, yes, she was. And so, and I'm like, well, come on already. If you're going to be flirting with the guy, just give him your phone number. Uh, you don't talk to me like that. Yeah, you don't. Oh, uh, you're not my daddy. You know, <laughs> you don't, no, you're not my daddy. How do I, you know? That's what I've said. <laughs> not, even my, not even my daddy talks to me like that. And so then I basically start yelling. You know, I'm like, move it already. Move along. We've all been sitting here, and you're wasting everybody's time. And um, and they did. I mean, they there were a couple of snide comments. I said something that got a laugh out of somebody. I forget what out, out of everybody. But it's like this newfound confidence. And I don't know if it's the new job or that I don't care anymore because I'm not I living think, in the town. I think when it comes down to ice cream, you just don't care. <laughs> when someone's making you wait for ice cream... You're gonna go the extra mile, like a bull seeing red. I I did. I had a sweet tooth, and I had, and they were keeping me from getting my sweet tooth. What, Matt? What'd you want to say? It's like someone getting between a mama bear and her little cub. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm sorry. I that's why I pulled back. Yeah. All right. I'll remember when you pull back. You pull back <laughs> for a reason. JD, you're in the hideout on JFK. Blood sugar a little bit low there, Hefe. What? Yeah, yeah, yes, it was. Thank you. Getting a little uh, hangry, uh-huh. but uh, hey, I want to congratulate hangry. you guys on the move to uh, to uh, Tupelo. 
Yeah. Great call. Great call. It's going to be great for the career, and the call letters are going to look awesome on the resume. I'm going to hang up and listen. All right. Later. Later. <laughs> Thank you. You didn't ask a question, but you can listen to our response. <laughs> so uh, another person who I know is on the um, the MySpace.com group for the hideout is Meredith, who is a who has stopped in, listener of the show. And uh, how are you doing? Are you having fun so far? You said uh, during the break something? I'm a little bored. Okay, you're a little bored. All right, she's very, she's very beautiful. She's like uh, six feet tall, um, just hot, got her in all the right places. You're a little bored. Dubs, I got an idea. No idea why. But yeah. No, we're having a blast. <laughs> I asked if she wanted to play video games earlier. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work on a hot chick. I, she's hanging around the dumplings. I don't know why she's bored. I don't know why she would be bored either. So this is what I say we do. I say we entertain her. Corolla. Get Corolla in here. Because a, a beautiful girl shouldn't be bored in the hideout. We so rarely get them, you know, that I think when a beautiful girl wants to be entertained, we entertain her. I chat with Meredith online all day. Are you chatting with hot babes online all day? I was, I was setting you up to play the, the drop, actually. Oh, all right. I thought you just wanted to do it. Where is Corolla? Get him in here. I resent that video game comment. Thank you very much, Sid. Uh, as Wolfie is a gamer. Oh, by the way, did you know there's this whole thing? Like, as there are emo kids or goth kids, there's also the gamers. And lo and behold... Uh, imagine, that's actually a club now. Imagine my disappointment when I found out my stepbrother is a gamer. Like, that's what he does. So he and Wolfie will get along as they chat about video games with each other. I was trying to cool him up yesterday as we're hanging out with all the hot sorority chicks. It wasn't working. He just kept asking her about Halo 2. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You'd think that would work. But. And it just it just didn't. Corolla. Yeah. Now, we found out that you're not going to the new station with us. Yeah. I'm very sorry about that. You look it. We wanted to, we wanted to bring you to Boston, but it just isn't going to work out in the yeah. budget. Yeah. I don't want to go to Boston anyway. Yeah, Northampton just isn't big enough for you. So, um, you wanted to say goodbye to the hideout and goodbye to Washington, D.C. Did I? Yeah, you did. We had this beautiful girl here, Meredith. In fact, AJ, get your ass yeah. up. Get out of the chair. <laughs> Meredith, I'd like you to have a seat in the chair, in the big chair next to me. Something <sighs> big on you. Hmm. You and Matt Albert. Matt, by the way. Since the sad sack off went so well last week in which uh, the loser got hogtied, we need to do something with Dubs' hemorrhoid. Oh, yes. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, I was happy. I was happy. Here's what's going to happen, all right? Um, both of you boys have expressed your interest to me off the air uh, into Meredith, uh, the interest that you have because she's a beautiful girl. Uh, and, uh, Matt, I know you especially are taken with her. In fact, you the quote was, I'd rock it for weeks. <laughs> so, um, here's, what, here's, what's going to, here's what's going to happen, all right? You boys will be competing. Because where we're going, there are a lot of strip clubs. Miami. Yes, Miami. You will be each giving Meredith a lap dance. Oh, what? Corolla Topless. Come on, get the hell out of here. All right. Now, you can pick the song, okay? Really? I, w I was just going to pick the song. All right, you know what? Matt gets to pick his song. Okay. Humpty Dance. <laughs> we got that. All right. It's you want? Men. I don't want to scare like that. So here's what will happen. Each of you will do back and forth, you know, doing the lap dance thing, all right? And she will grade you, along with Dubs and myself. The loser...
of the lap dance-off gets a piece of pizza that will be um, lodged to my hemorrhoid. And takes a nice little bite of it. And then uh, gets to feed themselves. Gets to have a little dinner. Gets fed by the hideout. With some extra gravy. Yeah, All right. So giving. Uh, Thank you. It's, it's the least we can do. Yeah, you're so kind. To go out. Yeah. All right? You boys worried? Anybody feel like they need to stretch or anything? Matt, I noticed you've already taken off your big leather jacket that it took five cows to make. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's got to weigh at least 30 pounds. <laughs> as as your fellow comedy dunkling, uh, dumpling. I'm limber as it is. I don't... I don't. <laughs> I was a former gymnast. Not gonna brag. Matt, would you be willing to do it shirtless? No, no. I don't, uh, don't, don't, don't want to poke anybody's eye out. Uh, you know what? <laughs> You're right. And you shouldn't have to do it shirtless. To be perfectly honest with you, I want to bring you to the new station. Corolla? Why would I even do this? You're not going. Yeah, so why am I doing this? Because you want to say goodbye to all your fans. Because we want to see your... Never mind. Mm-hmm. We want to see the puffy nips. Yeah. Moo. <laughs> now. <laughs> Mama wants milk. <laughs> right. Now, as Meredith looks at the two of you boys, she's not even looking at it. No, now, no, Meredith, now Meredith, uh, who are you the most excited about getting to dance from? Both, both, both of them. It's obvious. Now, are you turned on by either of these guys? No. <laughs> you know what? I don't need your lips. You know, catch yourself, sweetheart. <laughs> what? So here's the thing. Just get ready to, for chocolate thunder. That's all I have to say. Chocolate. Also, hang on to your wallet when Matt's dancing, just to make sure. I always like to keep the precautions up. Why is it always racial? Even if he's your best friend, even if he's your best friend, it's still I racist. Know, I, love I demand it. it. All right, hold on a second. Corolla Schlong, you're in the high now. Hey, it's Corolla Schlong. I just like to say I'm really gonna miss you guys. I'll still be thinking about you late at night. Mm. But I'm still going to miss you guys, and uh, especially your lips. Oh, right. <laughs> why are you dumping that? I didn't. Okay. I went for it because it was embarrassing. That's why. Because it's true? No. <laughs> uh, Roid Rage here in the hideout. Dubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't swear, Hemorrhoid. You. you can't swear. You idiot, you can't say that. With you. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. I want the boys to get in their zone if they're going to be dancing for you, you know? Hey, all right, here's the thing. Loser? If the whoever loses has to do the pizza thing, whoever wins goes to the new station. It's it's in the budget. We can only take one here. Well, it'd be a lot more in Matt Albert's budget, man. Look at him. Yeah, oh, because I'm fat. I get it. Exactly. Good one. I, I like where you're going with that. Good job. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, but, I didn't see that one coming. But you have to spend all that money on razors for your neck. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll or a card door. And bras. Yeah, and car doors. <laughs> and dates. Oh. Mm. 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 <laughs> I think that's both out of their budget, so. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Not to worry about that. You'll just only be feeding one. Or one and a half for Matt. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Lap dance off. Corolla versus Matt Albert for the beautiful Meredith. As the hideout says goodbye to Washington, D.C. Good riddance. <laughs> Radiohideout.com will announce the new station there. Uh, just so you know, you will be able to listen online. I'll give you that, that little tidbit. Uh, quick break. Coming back. Uh, last hour uh, for now uh, in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. I quit my job this morning. 
6.7 WJFK coming down the home stretch um, for the foreseeable future in Washington, D.C. Uh, Dubs and I have accepted a new job in a new place and cannot announce officially where yet because the new station wants to have those honors and we will respect that. But before the end of the week, I'd say it's very possible by midweek, you go to RadioHideout.com, all will be revealed. So we are uh, saying goodbye again for now because you never know, especially in this business, more than likely. Uh, we'll end up back here uh, in some form or fashion. So before we get out, um, I will say this. The new uh, the new place, one of the things they were most impressed with, because we sent them a ton of stuff, but they loved us smashing Corolla's PS2. As did uh, most people that listen. Yeah, every, actually everybody uh, really loved that segment. In fact, the entire video is on RadioHideout.com of Corolla having the one thing he uh, he loves being smashed into uh, uh, literally thousands of pieces before his eyes. God, I wish we had that recap somewhere. That was so much fun. You Do you have it? Let's listen to it. You, wanna, you don't you mind playing that, Dubs? Is that okay? That's fine. I want to hear that. Um, it was so much fun because <laughs> Corolla has very few things in life. There's video games because he doesn't have girls. He doesn't have a good body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have, I mean, a lot of stuff. But he had a PlayStation 2. And this is what ended up happening to it. All right, Corolla, I was thinking about this during the commercial break and during all this situation. We're about to do an interview. Actually, you're about to do an interview with SmashMyPhone.com. What will end up happening is you have to conduct a professional interview. Now, you were so kind as to allow me to borrow your PS2 when mine was broke. No way. I have yours right here. Give it to me. No, get back. I have got it in my hands. I'm going to hand it to J-Dubs. Come on, you guys are sick. Corolla, you have to conduct a professional interview. Afterwards, everybody here will decide whether or not you are professional enough. Those of you in the listening audience to the hideout on 106.7 WJFK will also decide if it was professional enough. If you get more no votes, it will not be SmashMyPhone.com. Oh, come on. You know it's not going to work no matter what. It will be SmashMyPS. No, be careful with it. Dot. No, it's not a drum set. It's not time for a solo. Stop. <laughs> stop, please. All right, we're going to stop. Corolla, it is now for the next three minutes, starting in three, two, one, the Corolla show. Tonight, three uncomfortable minutes later. All right. Did Corolla do a professional enough job? To where his PS2 does not get smashed. Are we going to do good job or bad job? Slow, not professional, and bad. He kind of faltered a little bit there at the end. I'm going to have to give him a name. I personally like to see the PlayStation get smashed, so there's, there's no way. I'm sorry, it sucks. Smash the most PS2, he sucks. Not only was it terrible, but I will smash my truck into a cave on the highway laughing my ass off. All right, um, we have the final tallies. Good Four, bad 17. What are you doing? j Dog? What are you doing? Just go do it. it. What the hell's the matter? Oh, 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 you're sick! Get away! Get away! You've done enough to it! You've done enough!
happen? You act like something just got broke. I can't believe it. Hey, come here. Come here. Did you learn something? Yeah. You guys are a-holes. I don't think I've ever had more fun. Hey, can I see your new phone? I didn't bring it with me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Had a funny feeling. I, um, so one of the fun things about that was that night we had in studio um, Brian from FFAAFight.com. And uh, he's back in the studio today to say goodbye to the hideout and also promote the fact that there's a new gig, Mixed Martial Arts, once again at the East Coast Cafe on Jeff uh, Jefferson Davis Highway in Woodbridge. Doors at 6 uh, next Saturday, right? Yeah, next Saturday. Uh, it's at 7 o'clock, kickboxing, mixed martial arts, submission grappling. And what's so great is that I went to this last one. And I'm not going to lie to you. Tommy loves this stuff. He does training for it. He kept trying to get me into it. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just never did before. And then I went to go watch the, the, the performance, not performances, but you know, the, the fights, the, the bites, the fights, the bouts, whatever you would call them, the matches. And it is, it is great entertainment. I mean, these are true athletes just kicking each other's asses in a controlled fashion. I mean, you look at it, and a lot of people think it's, like, almost barbaric, I guess. Some people have said that before, but it's, I don't know, it's great stuff, man. I got to tell you, it's a great show. And I, when I went to Woodbridge last time, I genuinely had a blast. So, uh, East Coast Cafe. Yeah, absolutely. First, I just want to say that uh, when uh, my partner Scott and I, uh, Scott Howard and I were in here last time, uh, almost everybody universally asked us about Corolla's uh playstation 2 and, uh, and and did he really freak out was it really smashed and it all was and it's all there on radiohideout.com corolla have you uh, been able to score a new ps2 yet no if you had a new job you'd be able to uh. if i had my old job i might be able to <laughs> oh that's right yeah you quit that one huh you yeah. thought you were going with us <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, enough about you, though. Let's talk more about what's going on at the East Coast Cafe. So what's coming up this time? Is it going to be more of the same, more of the uh, the bouts and stuff? Uh, yeah, this time we've got about uh, 15 fights on the card. Uh, we've got about four title fights. This actually is building up to, we're getting ready to have the uh, U.S. National Championships here in Virginia. Uh, they're going to be held here in Northern Virginia. So uh, the fight activity is picking way up, and uh, we're going to have guys coming in from across the country for this one. Uh, we're going to have uh, male fights, female fights, mixed martial arts, uh, Muay Thai kickboxing is going to be a uh, little bit of everything on this one. I'm not, I'm not kidding, Dubs. I, I wasn't a fan before I went, and I went and I had a blast. It was, and they treated us nice too. They hooked us up with the VIP. We're hanging out in the bottom. It was a lot of fun. Now, you got any students going? Because what's, what's your specific? Is it, yours is uh, the FFAAFight.com, right? Yeah, and that, we have a team called the uh, Fitness and Fighting Arts Team. Uh, this kind of comes under also the World Kickboxing Association is the sanctioning body. And uh, Combat Sports Challenge is the promotional outfit. Actually, I got one of our guys here, uh, Sam Youssef, who fought on the uh, last card in one of the title fights. Uh, and uh, and, and you want to have a yeah, talk to him. All right, Sam, let me ask you something real fast. First of all, how you doing? I, from what I understand, last time I went to go watch you, you broke your hand in that match. Yeah. And you didn't realize it till when? So about a week week afterwards in practice. So I was just practicing. So you've been practicing for a week with a broken hand. And he's like, oh, my hand hurts a little bit. And that's the thing about these guys, too. They're tough. The mixed martial They're tough sons of bitches. I mean, even look at Tommy. Tommy's a cat you'd never mess with. Sam, as, a, as you look to your right... And you see that floppy boob freak Corolla who's holding a... No, the uh, I know there's so many <laughs> floppy boob freaks here. The one that's actually holding the mic. This one. Uh, yeah, yeah, that one. Um, how would you... How would you hurt him? Like, what... If you look at him, what's the first thing you would do to him to, uh... 
to get him to uh now he would normally submit anyway just because he's a bottom uh-huh. but if you were gonna like how, where would you think you would attack first looking at his body depending on uh the fight style of what he's got um first i'll try to Scratching. knock anybody out like i'll i'll strike first oh so you just you just punch i'll That's strike the first thing. but if it goes to the ground i'll take him to the ground and submit him that okay. way can you show us <laughs> be, nah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got a big, you know, he's got a, you know, a, a match coming up uh, on Saturday and down in Woodbridge at the East Coast Cafe. Now, Corolla, do you think you could take a punch uh, from him? No. Anybody? I could probably take a punch from from who? Somebody, but not not Meredith. Guys. But do you think any of the guys could? I'll volunteer. What if? Yeah. What about Matt? Matt says he could punch you. No way. You wouldn't Can't let Matt me? hit you? How about just once in the stomach? <laughs> Once. No way. Do you want to go or not? Do you want to go to the new station? Yeah, enough weight back. You're like a Mack truck. It'll kill me. <sighs> Fine. Now, um, now, what I remember being impressed with, with your team, Brian, was you had this 17-year-old redheaded kid. Oh, uh, yeah, Jim Shoemaker. Who kicked ass in a way that I've rarely seen people kick someone's ass. Yeah, Jim is, uh, he's actually a, an extra special kid. He's He's been in the gym with me since he was six years old. And, God. uh... So really, at, at 16, 17, he's a second-degree black belt, and uh, he's used to getting in there and fighting with uh, men like Sam. He fights with uh, with uh, some of our heavyweight guys. You saw uh, Charles Crenshaw, uh, the guy that won the MMA bout at 195. He, he bangs with him. God. So uh, these guys get in there in the gym, and they're working uh, working with real big, strong, heavy guys all the time. And let me tell you what's scary about this stuff. Sounds sexy. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about what's scary about this. Um, I uh, You look at this kid like the redheaded kid, okay, and you think dork. Like, if you're on the street, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, hey, Opie. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. And you, I go to this thing, because a lot of the guys who are fighting in this, by the way, it's FFAAfights.com. Once again, Tommy has written it down incorrectly. <laughs> I say Tommy gets a punch for that. Um, but the thing about this is that you look at a lot of these guys, and it teaches you a lesson. It teaches you a lesson of you never talk trash, just period. You just don't, because you don't yeah. know who could kick whose ass. Because, um, uh, Brian, you look like, you know, like an office guy, you know, I mean, you're just dressing in the polo shirt and the mm-hmm. whole thing, you know. Sam, I wouldn't mess, but Sam looks yeah, like he's Sam, <laughs> Sam looks tough. Tommy is a little guy, um, uh, but he has, he has that hate in his eye, you know, and so he's a guy, again, you don't mess with. But this redheaded kid that you're talking about, Brian, I guess it is. Hey, his name is Jim. Jim, Jim Shoemaker. Was it Shoemaker? Shoemaker, yeah. Yeah. This kid, he just, you know, he looks like a gamer. And lo and behold, he could beat the hell out of you. Oh, the guy who won the last bout mm-hmm. at this, the, again, it's the East Coast, uh, East Coast Brawl, East Coast Cafe in Woodbridge on Jefferson Davis Highway. This kid looked like Spanish from old school. Like to a T, he looked like that kid Spanish from old school. And he was beating up this guy who I think looked like muscle bound and bigger than him and the whole thing. So it's a really cool show. Um, we, we got the link up, I believe, on RadioHideout.com, but I truly recommend it. And we want to thank you guys for coming in last time. Hey, thanks for having us. And, of course, making the appearance this go-round. Now, feel free to stick around. You got to see the PS2 thing, and now you get to see the uh, the lap dance-off. Hey, bonus. Uh, come on over, Matt Albert. So it's the big breast bout. Oh, yeah, that's what we decided to call it, the big breast bout between Matt Albert and Corolla. Now, the situation is here. We have a beautiful young woman who is part of the hideout group on MySpace.com. Her name is Meredith. And uh, she said she was getting a little bored. And both of these boys had expressed their interest in uh, her beauty. So Corolla and Matt Albert will now each give her a lap dance. Now, who wants to go first here? Sensual lap dance. The loser 
<clears throat> then because we started the show talking about um, Dubs' hemorrhoid. The loser will have to eat a slice of pizza, which is crust, a, crust which will be lodged snugly next to Dubs' roid. So it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> We're going out with a bang here in the hideout. Either way, it's tasty. So <laughs> let's flip a coin to see who goes first. Um, anybody got a coin on you? Matt Albert, your tails. Corolla, your heads. You got a coin? All right, here we go. Our boy Capone, who's back, is here, and he uh, gave me this lovely nickel. We flip it. Tails. Matt Albert, you can. it's actually your call. Do you want to go first or second? I want to go second. Corolla? Come on. What, choi- what song did you decide you're going to dance to? Um, He's I was going to be dancing to Gay Bar. Okay, good choice, Corolla. I'm glad you decided to dance to Gay Bar. <laughs> now, you were also dancing shirtless. So take your shirt off. Come on, you're going to skew it in his favor. <laughs> it's Matt There's Albert. No possible way I can win if she sees me with my shirt off. Take your shirt off. Impress the fighters. <laughs> Before chunks, and after. Chunks. Chunks 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 chunks, chunks. 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 Both shirts. Both shirts. They are. Now, uh, my stepbrother AJ is here. Why don't you give the headphones to Corolla so he can hear the song? <laughs> Why are you so mad? Both shirts. Take off the white shirt. Oh, I'm scared already. Chunks. <laughs> oh, there's too many people in here. No, there's He's not. excited. And I'll be honest with you, there aren't <laughs> oh, enough man. people. Oh, oh, oh. I can tell you got a little... Are you like Is it cold in here? Oh, come on! <laughs> Take it off. He's smuggling erasers. <laughs> oh. The worst thing was, during the commercial break, he goes up to Marathon and goes, Hey, I didn't wear any deodorant today. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. Now, hold it. Before we go, put the shirt down. Let's take a call from Mantan while you sit there half nude. Love that figure. Mantan, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, fellas? I hear you guys are going to Timbuktu. Timbuktu is the new uh, the new place. Unfortunately, is uh, Mantan. Of course, uh, d- did you know Dubs that he is done over at Thursdays? Oh, yeah. are you? He dude, I'm, hi- I'm hiding out in a bunker in somewhere in Southwest Indiana, dude. I've decided to drop off the grid. I'm not paying any taxes. Charlie C. O'Brien can kiss my bumper. I'm not paying anybody. I'm hiding out Eric Rudolph style. Oh, Eric Rudolph style. Well, Mantan, you know you were one of the very first people to hop on this thing called the hideout. We appreciate it, and we're going to miss you, brother. Oh, man, I'm going to love you so much. When you guys get to come back to you, you wouldn't mind harboring a fugitive for a couple of weeks, would you? Swing on by. Oh, very nice. Hey, lots of love to you, brothers, and I hope it works out. All right, thank you. Better, man. There he is. Mantan. Oh! Um, all right, you ready, Chunks? You have to dance the duration. Uh, how long? Do, do it's we, about a minute. All right, so you got to dance. They each have to dance for a minute. Dancing for Meredith. Meredith, now, I don't know if you've ever gotten a lap dance before. You can't sit like a girl during a lap dance, okay? You can't have your legs crossed. you got to sit like a man. You gotta spread a little bit. Yeah. Because the point of a lap dance is hopefully you get a little knee. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, in either case, it's gonna be a lot of fat knee. <laughs> this like pudgy knee. So Corolla, t- put your shirt down. You're not gonna, fine. You're not. It's part of my go. routine. Trust me. <laughs> it's part. Of, all right. Now remember, whoever loses, she's grading. I'm grading. Dubs is grading. Whoever loses eats the pizza crust, which will be lodged next to the roid. A lot on the line. Yeah. Oh, and the winner comes with us to the new station. Yeah, I wonder who's going to lose this one. <laughs> to your final laugh. All right. Are you ready? Yep. And while he's dancing, you know, the worst thing that could do, because it's going to be degrading for him anyway, the worst thing we could do is chant chunks. <laughs> so 
Here is Corolla's selection of Gay Bar. It's the hideout. You're dancing for her. No, it's a lap dance her. for her. 106.7 oh. yeah. WJFK. Now, Meredith is, uh, she's trying to get away. Get on her. Get on her the way you would dance. Yeah! Oh, yeah! Corolla is topless. Usually guys have, like... Put her like, face in a happy place. Come on, do, do what guy do what the... Oh, God! He's sticking his... Get her face and cleavage. It's like a real chick. Um, wow, that was disturbing. Oh. That was maybe. Oh, we're getting pictures. Beautiful. Oh. That'll end up on RadioHideout.com. Yeah. He pushed me into another chair. Um, at least you got the floss with his chest hair and his neck hair. Hey, Trunks, how'd that go? What'd you think? What do you think your performance? Do you think you'll be eating a slice of pizza or going to a new radio station? Jeez, I wonder. <laughs> you never know. Matt could do worse. Right. Matt, I don't think that's possible. Do you know? I mean, he could have just been dancing by himself. I would have found that the most disturbing thing mm -hmm. in the world. You, you, there's no moves. You haven't touched a girl in ever. Yes, Bateman. You notice he didn't even try to cop any feels or anything. He no. was like pushing her away the whole time. I mean, you're giving a girl lap dance. I'd have been like, to me. Oh, sorry. Would yeah. you Would you rather uh, Wolfie sit in the chair? Maybe you give a dance like that? Hey, 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 hey. No, 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 no. All right, no, no, sorry. No, no. Yes. I didn't want to lead you on. All right, well, there you are. Once again, Corolla, disappointment. It's so funny because when you very first came into the hideout and we did the What's That Smell, another video you can see on RadioHideout.com, we thought you were going to be the greatest intern in addition to this show ever. You have slowly... No, actually, since the Sunday, start of the Sunday shows, yeah, you're just, just progressively totally. worse and worse and worse. Mm. Heath Schuler, right? Words come to mind. Yeah, Heath Schuler, mm. you're a bust. Drew Henson. Hey, <laughs> he's still got a future. I punched him in the stomach. All right, now let's uh, let's come over to Matt Albert. Matt Albert, it's yeah, your right. turn. Make way, please. <laughs> Matt Albert is six foot three, five hundred pounds. He's black. He's a virgin. He has no car, no license. And no, no job. Life. And no future. Oh, he's got gray hair and a beard that grows in patches. <laughs> yep. The patches match the bald patches, which are uh, propping up at the top of his head. With an introduction like that, what are you going to be dancing to? Humpty Dance, hopefully. Do we have... All right, you get a, mon a minute to give a lap dance. <laughs> All right, Matt, how's it going now? Now, the thing about Matt... Matt now doing the Beyonce bounce. Hold on. He's dropping drawers. He's dropping. Now put her face in the pillow. Right, this is disgusting. I'm almost. I feel like there's almost an assault happening. It's real. I'm committing. I'm committing. Now, put, are you going to put a knee in a, in a bad place? or um, I don't think you need a fit. I don't think I got enough room. You got about 15 seconds. Work it, man. You want to finish off strong? You want to put her face on? over. Yeah. Yeah. Now Matt is simulating a, uh, an act. All right. Stop. Wow. That was just for me. I don't, I don't care about her. I don't know about you. Was that a little awkward, uh, Doug? Very.
I, I'm glad she. I'm glad she wanted it. <laughs> yeah, I brought it up to her during commercial break, and she was all over it. All right. So. Well, tell you what we'll do. We won't grade now. We should take a break. We'll do the final segment I of. You <laughs> What'd you say? I finished. All right. Oh, all right. It's like Fairy Lady is here all over again. It smells like chlorine. Yeah. Let's take a break. I'm sure this is the exact segment that uh, Brian and Sam wanted to be in. Uh, <laughs> East, Coast Brawl, East Coast Brawl coming up. It's at uh, the East Coast Cafe in Woodbridge on Jefferson Davis Highway. Kickboxing, mixed martial arts, submission grappling, FFAAFights.com. We'll come back. We'll get the grades. The winner goes to the new radio station. The loser, the loser eats pizza crust that will be... Um, you gonna go ahead and uh, during the break have it have the uh, pizza crust hug the uh, the hemorrhoid? I'll do that during uh, at the beginning of the next break. All right, fair so, enough. I just everybody wanted, will see me put it in. I wanted to uh, I wanted it to get enough time, but uh, oh, it'll, marinate if you will. It'll have plenty of time. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Wrap up garlicky. This, all right, wrap up this hideout. One hundred six point seven WJFK. Didn't I tell you we're going out with class? We're leaving the door open. What? I just like the song. Seriously. It's by my favorite band. Um, I forgot their name. <laughs> All right. Welcome back into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Half and dubs. Um, last segment on this, the uh, last show for now, we'll call it. The last show in D.C. for now is uh, Dubs and I have accepted another job in another area, and we will be leaving within three weeks and uh this is the last uh again show for now radiohideout.com we are now announcing where it is we are going just yet um probably we'll make the announcement during the week more than likely on ron and fez if that's available yeah and uh but always check the website radiohideout.com because all of the links and contact information and and all that fun stuff is uh is all already uh, uh sitting there for you. Let's run through a couple of calls. We'll talk to some of the people who came by to uh, hang out with us in the hideout this last go around. And the last segment, we did the lap dance off between Matt Albert and Carola with uh, the beautiful Meredith. We will grade them. Winner goes to the new radio station and gets a job. Loser eats pizza crust, which will be uh, hugging the hemorrhoid in mere moments. But first, uh, a couple of phone calls. Uh, Chupacabra, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey guys, just wanted to say it's been a pleasure listening to you guys, and uh, always question authority and uh, damn the man. All right, five thousand. Hey, we appreciate that, brother. Uh -oh. Five thousand. Flashbacks to three months ago. Oh God. Two months ago. And Whatever. It, uh, <laughs> Doc Vega, you're uh, you're on WJFK. What's going on, guys? What's up? I just want to say I was there with y'all halfway on Christmas Day. It was fun. I'd been through the debacle of the treehouse. For your first goodbye show, and I just have to say it's been fun. Even the first episode during the draft. Uh, yeah. So you got the break. Yeah, that was awful. Treehouse uh, one. Treehouse one. Hey, Doc, we appreciate that, and thank you. And that's the last phone call of that particular style. Now, oh, okay. uh, a couple of more phone calls. Maddox, you're in the hideout on JFK. Dude, I was on that pizza, dude. And the lap dance from that chunk of chunk of fun. Matt Albert, dude. I don't even eat the crust. Not even the pizza crust, dude. Oh. I'm out, MFers. All right. Thank you, Maddox. Oh, look at this. 
Bill Milliken. Bill Milliken, you're in the hideout in JFK. Happy Cubs, Bill Milliken, Baptist PI, Director of Player Personnel for your NBA Magic. Listen, how you doing? Not bad, how are you doing? Personally, I can't believe you guys are having another goodbye show. What's next week? One week reunion? <laughs> I swear to God, you have any more goodbye shows, I'm shooting myself in the head. Bye. Next week's our last goodbye show. <laughs> next week, we're saying goodbye for a month. Hey, one more question before you guys leave. There's one thing that's always bugged me during your show for the last two years. Hypothetically, if I were looking to get AOL for broadband, where would I go get that? I know I get this question a lot, and uh, it's a very easy uh, answer to it. And since you're a WJFK and a hideout listener, all you got to do is call 1-800-297-1025, one 297 one zero two five for your free trial of AOL for Broadband America Online. And you know the number's never important to me. It's just funny that you say it. Goodbye, gentlemen. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Uh, a couple of uh, thank yous, not necessarily goodbyes. First of all, thank you to Wolfie, who was a hideout pass holder who constantly brought us pizza. We appreciate that, my friend. We're giving you a lot of crap for eating during the commercial break. Our I'm, list supposed, to, I'm supposed to give a plug for... Go ahead. It's uh, Domino's in Manassas, the Wellington area, 703-330-8000. I'm supposed to say it was made by my hot single assistant manager, Melissa. She couldn't come up, but she wanted me to say that. She sent you. Uh, And she sent the fab. And she wanted to come up, but then you all are leaving to go to Philadelphia. So Yeah, and uh, we'll give her our number. You know, maybe we can hook something up. I imagine just not telling us there's a hot chick we could have been talking to, at least calling over at Domino's. What's the number again? 703-330-8000. 703-330-8000. Is she there now? No. She got off. Oh. Okay. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Lucky her. Uh, Capone, stop by back back in the hideout. We are his inspiration. After seeing the show now for uh, two consecutive uh, weeks, you still want to get in radio? No. <laughs> All right. He lures. We, uh, we, we talk someone else out of the heartbreak that is radio. Halloween Goddess is here. We want to thank you as well, sweetie, for everything. Oh, you're welcome, guys. I mean, uh, last goodbye show, I didn't get to call in until the very last minute, and I figured, hey, if history can repeat itself, at least I'm going to make the effort to get out here and actually be here for the last show. And we appreciate it, and we love you, and we thank you for everything you've ever done. As long as you got an Internet feed, I will be listening. And we will, so it'll be all good. I uh, also want to say uh, what's up to PJ, first original uh, intern in the hideout. You too, my friend. We are very proud of you. You are now working over at DC 101 with our buddy Elliot and uh, doing a whole bunch of fun stuff over there. And we're joining the family. So <laughs> Yeah, I technically are. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> God damn you. I thought we were going to say what? Any, nothing. It's 1,200 radio station or whatever. We narrow it down. Um, <laughs> uh, Monkey Man, who is here, who as well has been an amazing friend of the hideout. And um, I never got the chance to play baseball. Hey, the offer's still out. Next time uh, you make it back from Albuquerque or uh, right. Timbuktu. Well, you know, they play baseball in uh, Arizona, so maybe I can end up playing down there. I'm sure you'll make it back out in here. In Waterloo. Somewhere. Yeah, in Waterloo. Uh, I want to say thank you to Meredith, who stopped by. We'll talk to her in a second because she will be giving the grades to Matt Albert and Corolla. Sid uh, Cada, of course, is no reason. I'm sure we'll see you, unfortunately, at some point. And um, Jay, the dirty cop, who was back there as well. we got to say thank you to Jay because the thing about Jay is that he, first of all, he's an amazing guy. He's a great guy. But he lugs this sack of crap, Matt Albert, around. And he was even telling me it's going to be tough for me to make that trip 
to Arkansas uh, once a week so that Matt can get his radio fixed. I go through weigh scales. <laughs> he will have to go through the weigh scales. That's true. A lot of money. And pay. But uh, yeah. we we thank you and we appreciate it. And uh, Jay the Dirty Cop, thank you, sir. Yeah, see you guys can go to Baltimore. Thanks. Uh, yeah, see you in Baltimore. And finally, I think Oddball is back there. We want to thank Oddball. We want to thank Bad Monkey Noger and all those fun guys. So anyway, that's it. That's the short of it. Thank you. Uh, goodbye. Now let's go out with a bang. Where's Corolla? Get Corolla and Matt Albert, Matt Albert over here. So, last segment, they both were vying for the attention of the beautiful Meredith who is sitting here. She got a little bored, so we decided to give her a, she wanted lap dances. So she got a lap dance from the two hottest guys in the room, Corolla and uh, Matt Albert. And Corolla, you danced to your song, Gay Bar, and Matt Albert to Humpty Dance. Now, Corolla, you did a very interesting little style of pushing the girl away <laughs> and not trying to cop a feel. I was trying something more contemporary, you know, something that's never been seen before. Right. Okay. really blow everyone's mind. As if it was like someone who was allergic to girls. Want to blow everyone's mind. Oh, okay. Okay, I got you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, Matt, on the other hand... I was aggressive. Matt was aggressive. I made her my prop. You did. <laughs> you literally bent her over... The uh, the council and uh, tried to have your way with her. And I almost did. <laughs> you stopped the damn music. <laughs> Technically, you said that you were uh, sticky. Um, sticky. So, here's the situation. Sticky, icky, icky. Um, come on in. Um, I want you to go uh, to grade. All right? We'll do right. one to ten. All right? Uh, ten being the best. And it's myself, it's Meredith, and it's Dubs. Loser eats the pizza crust that has been... Uh, Hugging Dubs's um, twin, let's say. Winner goes with us to the new radio station. Meredith, yeah. I want you to grade Corolla 1 to 10, 10 being the best. I'd have to give him a 7. It was okay. It was pretty good, but... Why? So, can somebody seven. write this down for me, someone? So, Corolla gets a 7. All right, I got seven. it. 7. All right, Corolla 7, and we'll add it up, and we'll go. What about Matt Albert? How did Matt Albert do as far as giving you a lap dance? Matt bent me over and spanked me, which I love. So he gets a 10. Damn, wow, wow, that's right, baby. Matt with a 10. I have a new profession. Now, <laughs> it's, it's close. It's close right now. I honestly thought you would have gotten way lower, Corolla. So you were doing okay. Dubs, yeah. would you now like to grade? I would give Matt Albert an 8. Mm -hmm. And Corolla gets a 4. Okay. So an eight and a four. So right now Matt has eighteen. Corolla has eleven. Has eleven. Who? It was down to me. Just give me the pizza. Hold on a sec. <laughs> right. You know I love you. Before right. before we finish this up, let me uh, get this thing nice and marinated in here. Oh. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> All right. All right. So it's now lodged. Somebody drop cranberry juice or something. Okay. Oh. So it's 18 to 11. Oh. Dude. Okay. Oh. You can pull it out. Stop. Jeez. Stop. All right. Now. He's got a tail. <laughs> now, I hold in my hands not only who will be eating the pizza crust, but who's going with us to the new immaculate, beautiful, wonderful radio station. Will it I be, don't know who's going to be. Will it be Corolla? Right. Who has done every stunt possible known to man and has given literally his dignity to this show? That's not much. <laughs> or will it be Matt Albert, who's one of the funniest men on earth? Hmm. 
and who we have yet to abuse. And there's probably a lot of fun ways to abuse a fat kid. <sighs> All right, Matt. I will give you a grade first. I am going to give you a grade. Hmm. I'm going to give you a grade of three. Because honestly, when you look at it, I don't like the uh, the way you manhandled a woman. I don't like the forcibly rubbing uh, that big ass of yours. I was a huge fan of it. I don't like interracial. <laughs> oh, some people were saying the interracial thing got to them. So at the very least, that's 21. Corolla, I would have to give you a 10 to tie. And if I give you a 10, then that means what would happen is the two of you would eat the pizza crust. And meet each other in the middle. Much like Lady and the Tramp. And both of you would come with us. Which would be a dream. Me, Dubs, Bateman, Corolla, and Matt Albert. All part of the new hideout and the new place. Are you okay over there right now, Dubs? Yeah, let's hurry it up, though. <laughs> All right. It's falling apart in here. Uh, Corolla, I give you a 10. We all go. Get the hell out of here. We all go. Corolla, the number I am giving to you. Zero. Nine. Oh, God. Upset. Congratulations, Matt Albert. You are part of the new hideout. Corolla, you've lost your dignity. Eat that little piece right there. That one's the deepest. Why should I eat it? Why? What's the point? Go out with style. Say goodbye to D.C. It's like American Idol, right? Mm-hmm. Got voted off. Hey, you know what? The uh, Clay Aiken's more of a star than Ruben, and Matt looks just like Ruben. It's wet. <laughs> yes, it is. Come on. That isn't sweat. It's humid in here. <laughs> Delish. Ew! <laughs> oh! Oh! Yeah! You pig! You pig! Ew! What's that? Did you think you put the medicine on that? <laughs> the medicine's back there, yes. <laughs> You're such a pig! Delicious. There's no reason to do it. Enough! Enough! Oh, that's bending over down there. You have to put the whole bottle of that stuff on it. Get Oddball in here. I want to say goodbye to Oddball. <laughs> It's been a common thread of how the show ends every week, isn't it? I figured we'd had to go out this way. Oddball, buddy. Thank you for everything, my friend. Hey, not a problem. I enjoyed it. And we're going to miss you, bud. Yeah, it'd be nice uh, to go down there with you, but... You can, keep you can come to Bolivia if you want. Come to Bolivia. Well, uh, there's a lot do of... Do they have an extradition Chile. treaty with you? <laughs> no. Okay. Sorry. Um, Matt Albert, we'll see you in the new home. Corolla, I wish you hadn't quit your job. F you. And. Oh, salty. <laughs> Cameron just called and Thank said, you. There's no room for someone like you at this station either. So, uh, on a serious note, I do want to thank uh, everyone, Bad Monkey, who couldn't be here today, uh, to all of our buddies here. We will see you at some point. I have no doubt about that. Radiohideout.com is the website that you want to go to for the official announcement of where it is that we are heading. And it will have all of the proper uh, website links. It will have all of the proper contact information. Uh, if you really want to keep track of this show, you will be able to. You will be able to listen to it. Uh, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll be able to truly focus. I guess that's it. Dubs, we'll see you uh, 
I'll see you on the plane. Yeah. All right. Well, um, think for yourself. Question authority. Don't be ashamed you're entertained at the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Radiohideout.com. Can we just go? Until the next time. Jesus Christ. We are, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. My fingers smell pretty. <laughs> My fingers smell pretty. I am gay. My fingers smell pretty. on the gay side. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Oh, I want to see the cafe. Oh, cafe is still so good. Oh, cafe, I want to stroke your bald head. I'm the master of the dildo. <laughs> oh, God, no more. It's a tail. Oh, cafe, I want to stroke your bald head. My fingers smell pretty. My fingers smell pretty. My fingers smell pretty. <laughs> I'm on the gay side. Who to feel the gay? Yeah, I'm 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 a gay homosexual. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. I am gay. Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J Dub. This is Fred Smooth, Washington Redskins. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick him to the floor, cause I I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five thousand. I five thousand.